to getting closer Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will surely come my way Hey, hey, hey about to be assassinated? <laughs> the song that just came on. We're fine. Warning, the following program contains extreme and unacceptable views. Did you know? You're extreme. Extreme! Extreme! The people are extreme and they're unacceptable! The small fringe minority holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing. Story time. I got a story for you. It's a true story. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. Diagalon. 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 A far right extremist group. We're talking about a group that is organized, driven by an extreme ideology. A so called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation of a white ethno state. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. Oh my god. Dude! <laughs> it's over. It's fucking done. By a state of emergency. <laughs> They're super country. D dude, did we predict this on one of the old fucking streams? Remember diagonal country all the way to Ala and Alaska? Dude, you know, here it is. All the way from Florida, all the way up. Super diagonal country. The Justin Trudeau regime declared war on a pretend country that doesn't exist. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. How much vitriol do we have to see of Honk Honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? <laughs> you need people like me, so you can point and say, that's a bad guy. That's okay, I'll be the bad guy for you.
catching up to myself here. All right, we're good. Welcome back to the dungeon. It was me. I did it. We did it. We're all terrorists. I'm a white guy saying stuff. The worst possible thing that could ever happen. Said so many things that the government prepared more on my imagination. And they're not going to stop there. Next stop, your imagination. Maybe then their own. I don't think we'll really be safe until everyone is in jail. That way, no one can hurt anybody. If everyone is locked in their homes and their pods forever, then no one can, even inside your family pods, each family member should be locked inside a subsequent smaller pod. You know, like those Russian dolls. You know what I mean? That way, we'll all be fucking safe forever. I don't see any downside to this. What's going on, everybody? Rumble, YouTube, um, places, Podbean, um, entropystream.live slash distant. If you want to get in on the chat and say things that's going to make me upset, uh, that's where you go. Maybe it could be you. Maybe you'll be the one that gives me uh, a stroke finally. The, the one that ends my, my existence. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys, for uh, coming back, being back, um, doing, uh, you know, being you, doing what you're doing. And thanks again. Uh, it's not done. You know, people like to do intro. I like it, too. I think it's great. It's, it was well worth the wait. We're not done yet, though. Uh, Edgy D is still working on that. Edgy D TV on, uh, on YouTube. You can find him uh, around. He's in the chat doing stuff, probably uh, shoving people and, you know, kicking them with steel toe boots. I don't know. Whatever he gets up to. Um, we'll get the, the, the rest of it finished, uh, eventually soon. <laughs> yeah. You know, it needed, a, it needed an upgrade. It needed to incorporate, you know, the latest things where, you know, we went from, uh, you know, punching, uh, paper bags in the basement to, um, being, well, you know, the existential threat and menace to national security that you saw that's. You know, that's why people have to get trampled with horses and beaten with guns and have bank accounts frozen and, and thrown in jail and, you know, left there, preferably. You know, they should be they should just be in jail forever because we've got violence out there in the world, especially in Canada, guys. There's violence. There's so much violence. Did you see the violence towards the, the NDP leader the other day? There was so much violence. There was so much violence. I mean, words are violence. It, was, it wasn't like violence, violence. It wasn't like anybody, you know, did anything. They were just, it was just angry people in the street. But, but they were white people. So that means it's violent. Okay? It, it wasn't a mostly peaceful riot like, you know, like black. It wasn't like that. This was actual real life white people in the street raising their voice to an elected official. This can't go. We can't live like this. This cannot stand. So, you know, as, as we know, the RCMP and, and other federal, you know, uh, elements of the security state, which are keeping us safe, are, are looking in. This is not a joke. Are looking into these people and they are going to be held accountable for the violence that they, you know, all the violence, the, all the death and destruction that they've caused to the, um, the feeling, you know, mentally. 
I mean, to make someone feel uncomfortable or is is illegal. Again, unless you're, it's different. If you're a white person, it doesn't matter. But if you're not, then that that's basically genocide. How is that any different? How is it any different? That's why when you open a history book, when you have say the destruction of an entire city like Dresden or Nagasaki, uh, a footnote on the page and it says not quite as bad, but almost just as bad is going to be a picture of the leader of the NDP walking to his car while someone raised a voice and shook a fist at him. It's it's ba- it's the same it's the same level of of hateful violent uh you know so what so what if we bombed two million brown people to death in the last 20 years does that really matter i mean does it really matter that places like you know our greatest ally in the whole world the israelis use uh banned chemical weapons and and things like white phosphorus and so on and we do it too uh, directly on civilians we're sniping kids we're you know running people burying just dropping whole houses on top of whole families and stuff like that i mean yes Babies and children and mothers suffering and being smothered and choking, you know, uh, sulfuric acid and fumes and, and poison gas and being crushed under rubble and everything and people having to live with that. That's awful. But it's not the same kind of violence as the violence we saw in Peterborough. It's just as bad. It is. It's genocide. It's a, the same thing, which is why we spend so much time focusing on it. Because. You know, the other stuff is normal. That's, you know, that's fine. We're supposed to, you know, bomb, uh, you know, brown people countries for 20 years, 30 years, forever. I don't know. As long as we want. As long as we want. Um, because they're not rich. And, and that's really what it comes down to. They're, they're not. Nobody cares about them. Let's be honest. <laughs> because we're, I mean, we're all, we're all tolerant Canadians, right? We're, 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 I'm sensitive to the things and the current thing. And I want to reach out and stroke your hair and tell you, you know, you're, you're a valued member of society. We, you know, we're, we're, we want to be very progressive and open to your views. And stuff. But I mean, if you're poor, let's face it, your entire family can be wiped out in Syria or Yemen, for example, because, you know, us in Canada, especially. We've given so much money and weapons like the Lav-3 fighting armored uh, vehicle platform. We're training F-18 pilots to drop said bombs onto Yemeni people, just wiping out entire families and all that kind of stuff. But the reason it doesn't matter is because they're poor and... There's just no way I can really virtue signal my way into being a good person about that. So there's no fla- there's no Facebook filter. There's no hashtag. No celebrities I can see are talking about Yemen or 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 the dis- humanitarian disaster that is Libya after we fixed Libya, right? Or Afghanistan or Iraq or or, or Syria or on and or Egypt even really. It's I just how do I as a white liberal feel good about myself from sitting here eating Doritos and yelling at, you know, truckers on TV. There's there's no way for me to feel superior about that. So I just ignore it entirely. And I tend to focus on the things that, that really freak me out and scare me, like groups of angry people in the street, especially if primarily, let's face it, only if they're white, yelling at someone. That keeps me up at night. That is why we need dramatic increases. To, that's why the RCMP got a 27% raise in, in, in funding, guys. That's why they got huge salary increases. Because, like I said, the number one greatest threat to our democracy. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> no democracy! Shut up, Philly. It's a joke. I'm doing a bit. Oh, okay. They're stupid as fuck, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I know. Shut up. Shut up. The threat to our democracy 
is of course white people existing and breathing and no one is even no one's even sucker punching them hardly anymore and they're let and they're allowed to have children so listen to this. Do you know how scary this is some white families have children in school right now and they're not even cutting their dicks off for transitioning and they're like nine or ten years old already they're going to be they're going to be into puberty soon and they're not even mutilating their bodies and their minds with chemicals and drugs and surgical procedures yet i mean how in the hell are we, what kind of society, we live in a society, how are we supposed to live in a society like this, where these people are, are you know, allowed to do these kinds of things, I, I, you know, they're even still allowed to marry each other, there's not even forced interracial marriage yet, can you believe that in 2022, that we don't have that yet, I can't believe that, we should just, I mean, we've got camps, guys, we did, we do have camps, we built the camps, they're around. We've got prisons. We've got places to put these people. So let's just let's just stop screwing around before it's too late. Before I mean, who knows what what could happen next? I mean, small pee pee could be out somewhere, you know, and someone could say, "Hey, I think you're a fucking asshole and a liar." And then and then what would happen? I mean, once all the bodies are buried and all the ambulances have gone home for the day and all of that, I mean, who's going to pick up the toll for that level of violence, man? My goodness. See, this is why the prime minister is such a smart guy. He doesn't even go out in public anymore because of the violence, right? He doesn't go anywhere without at least 500 security team uh, members. He wears two bulletproof vests because, you know, words kill. Words kill. That's how um, that's how we defeated the Germans in both world wars. We wrote a very strongly worded letter, but not only did we write it, we had someone announce it and read it over the air on the radio. And when Hitler heard that, he fucking shot himself immediately because the words were just so like they were just so violent. The words were so violent. Entire German cities were just blown apart. Did you ever see those those uh, the footage? Bikini Atoll, you know, the quote, hydrogen bombs. There is no hydrogen bombs, okay? This was white people yelling racial slurs on small Pacific islands and the blasts and, and bombs and, and things you're seeing. That, that is what really causes them. And that's the conspiracy that they don't want you to know about. That when, that if white people say, you know, racist things, it can literally destroy a continent. It just, it's there one minute, it's gone the next. What do you think killed the dinosaurs? Huh? There were there used to be white dinosaurs, and they you know what they were had a problem with some of the green dinosaurs and some of the other dinosaurs, and they started calling them you know they had a word for them, and the next thing you know, meteor, Earth destroyed. Okay, okay, so we can't have that kind of violence. So just to recap, shooting people, dropping bombs on them, starving them to death with blockades, white phosphorus, napalm, poison gas, driving over them with tanks. Um, chemical warfare, uh, ooh, viruses that we can, you know, biological agents, anthrax, things like that. That's all fine. That's okay. Because, I mean, it's not really violence, but words. Well, oh my God. White people saying things. That's as bad as it gets. That is as, as absolutely as bad as it gets. So until we, until, maybe we do that. Maybe we come to the compromise. Maybe just all white people have their mouths stitched shut. Maybe they're just not allowed to speak ever again. I think that's, I mean, that's clearly the, 
I mean, let's just cut the shit, all right? Let's just get to the end point. That's what we want, right? Unless, of course, you're, you know, the one, if you're going to spend your time like I'm doing, saying how much you hate yourself, how, you know, whiteness is a disease, how, you know, white people are a threat to the existential existence of the galaxy itself. You know, the sun looks very upset. The sun might even explode because it's like, oh, you know, why do you think white people get sunburned so bad? All right, the sun is trying to tell you something. It's trying to get rid of the virus, you know? I can't carry on anymore. <laughs> it's um that's that's maybe that's a that's a what, a 20% exaggeration on on how they actually uh, you know, can you imagine if you could get a hold of their conversations what they actually sound like when they're not, you know, on the air with their fucking bullshit. What do you think goes on in the Young Turks fucking uh <laughs> behind the scenes there? I can't believe they yelled at him. The violence. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clip later. It's true. It's violent. It is violence. Words are violence. And especially when it comes from white people, then it's, it's not just violence. It's genocide. And it's not even just genocide. It's homicidal, uh, existential threat to all life on earth genocide. Okay. Why do you think we don't have dodo birds anymore? White people. Right. You know, that giant garbage uh, island floating around the Pacific Ocean. That's like the size of Texas or something. You can see it from space. I've been told it's floating around. Maybe not Texas. Maybe it's maybe New Hampshire. I don't know. It's a big patch of garbage floating around. You know why? White people exist. That's why. That's why that happened. Okay. Why does why does Africa why is Africa filled with so much civil war and genocide? You know the, the Somalian uh, you know genocide, South Sudan, Rwanda. That's white people also. We're literally the cause of all the world's problems. So if they just you know, if we were just gone and those of us that were remaining would, would be celebrating, you know, cheering as they stabbed themselves to death, then, you know, then there could be peace. <laughs> it's not insane at all. It's not crazy. It's not racist. It's not racist to hate white people. It's racist to not hate white people. That's how it, that's how it is. You're supposed to, if you don't hate yourself, if you're white or if you have white friends or white people, if you don't hate them or even in, or at the very minimum, you have to have an inherent sharp edged knife edged bias against them. Like, you know, say, say you've got a, a neighbor or someone or someone, it's like a 19 year old kid, 20 year old kid. And he's joined the army reserves. He saved up his money for three or four years. And then, you know, he saved up like $25,000, $30,000. And he goes out and he buys a brand new car, cash down. You know what? And you know what the first thing you think is? Fucking white privilege piece of shit. That's ex if you don't think that immediately, you're insanely racist. And uh, you need to do something about that. Perhaps if you've got to, you know, maybe farm out your, your wife to, to a person of color. I, I don't know. But you got to fix it. Because this is the only problem we have. This is the reason for all of our problems, for every single problem. The reason there's not enough drink, we don't have clean drinking water on indigenous reserves, white people. The reason the gas prices are $2 going up to 3 whitey again. The reason why there's a war in, the, in, in, the, in Eastern Europe, well, guess what? That's white people also. You know, they're so privileged. I don't care if there's 60, 80, 100 million of them were killed in two world wars fighting each other. They'd still, they still did it. And I say they because I'm not one of them. I'm a white liberal now. So I'm allowed to, I'm, you know, I'm getting paid to say it. So I'm, I'm famous now. I'm going to get a radio show. Me and Dean Blundell are going to hang out and we're going to sit here and talk about how stupid white people are. And we're going to get patted on the head and we're going to get fed cookies. We're going to get gold stickers and they're going to put them on our report cards. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's all whitey fault. Yeah. <sighs> Will Jones. 
How are you, sir? He says, I hear the World Health Organization is planning on implementing forced vaccines. guess that means violence is around the corner because when I say over my dead body, I mean it. Yeah, uh, of course it is. Of course it is. And, you know, CSIS and the RCB, they're going to manage it. Sorry. They're going to keep a lid on this. We're just, it's a small fringe minority of some kind of, some angry people. But generally, I mean, in their heads, they believe 99% of everyone is doing great. And they can't understand why, why there's frustrated, angry people that are just really clinging to a veneer of sanity and aren't talking themselves out of going on a fucking rampage every day. That doesn't exist. That doesn't happen because why would it? It doesn't affect them. They're only making $150,000, $200,000 a year in secure government jobs with pensions and backup from the state and the media and, and so on. Everything's great for them. So therefore, everything's great for everyone. Obviously. And the whole Ottawa demonstration was just, I, you know, it was, it was like, listen, it was like 200 people, really. There was basically no one there. And the only reason they even had any money, they got whoa, $10 million in record time. That was only because Putin gave them the money. We know that. I mean, no one, it, it probably, that's probably what it was. I mean, CBC kind of alluded to it. So that's probably it. It's probably it, you know? And there were Nazis there because Bernie Farber said so. And you can't question him. Because, you know, he's a Jewish guy. And so there you go. That's that's literally all you need to know about anything now. Um, you know, so there's... <laughs> can't imagine. I can't imagine anybody would be having a problem with, you know, uh, gas being double what it is, most of its taxes, cost of living, electricity, groceries. Oh, and you can't get jobs anymore. Those are dwindling and going away. And if you're unvaccinated, you're not a fucking person. You can't get a job anyway. Uh, you can't go to school. You can't even leave the country if you wanted to. Um, mm, gee, what else? Oh, and your kids are struggling. Uh, young people can't afford homes, can't afford any kind of future. There's really very few reasons of, of glimmers of hope to look forward to in the future. It's kind of just a perpetual day-to-day grind. Kind of like I imagine I have some minor experience, but I imagine what it would be like to be in prison, perhaps, where every day is basically going to be the same shitty day over and over, and it's going to gradually or even rapidly uh, get worse and worse and worse for the next foreseeable future. And anyone with a, anyone with a brain that, that can come to that conclusion based upon pattern recognition and seeing everything good uh, trending sharply downwards, um, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine why they would come to these conclusions and go, you know what? I think everything's just going to get worse and worse and worse for, for me and for my family and my friends and everyone. So, uh, you know, can't imagine. I don't know why there's upset people out there. It's really, it's a phenomenon. It's really just a couple of people, a couple of white guys saying stuff. And once we get rid of them, we can go back to everything being amazing and, and multicultural and Mr. Dressup's going to come back, but he's going to be a Sikh Indian guy, obviously. Mr. Dressup, he's going to be back. Uh, all the Muppets are going to be different ethnic races and, and they're all going to be varying degrees of gay from kind of gay to really fucking gay. And, you know, everything in between. Some of them are like, we don't even know what they are. They're just fucking it. They don't even have sex with living things. They only fuck dead things and furniture. That, and, you know, weird stuff. Like, uh, I identify, I'm sexually attracted to Jenga towers. Like that kind of stuff. So we're going to have, that's going to be back. It's it's going to be sort of similar to what you remember in the 90s, but a, a little different. A little slight uh, adjustments to make it more uh, good and nice and and healthy and awesome and all of that. Zool says, love the new intro. Thanks, uh, thank, uh, thank Edgy for that. Redneck Asian says, reporting for duty. I heard our country is now at war with some kingdom run by Queen Dildo. Death to the Queen. Yes, we are, um, you know, because as, as I've said, 
And as you've seen, if you saw the intro, the other pretend country, Canada, uh, de- tried to declare war on us uh, to justify its own ridiculousness. Now, um, the, the Queen of Canada, from the, appointed by the group of people, is in fact a shill for, for the black hat operation. She works for the New World Order baby-eating Illuminati. Um, she's actually 96 years old. That's why, you know, her, her appearance is so odd like this. She's actually a, a very old, ancient uh, relic creature um, from potentially the jungles of South America, but we don't know exactly where she's come from. Um, and she claims to be operating on the behest of, of Donald Trump, uh, but that's that's simply not the case. That's simply not the case because Diagonal is in fact a vessel, a satellite state of the Donald Trumpian empire, and I have been tasked personally from the Donald to destroy her because she is grifting off of mentally ill people and uh, telling them not to pay their bills, don't pay for for anything, um, and everything's free now. You don't have to worry about it. And now these people are obviously having their power and their lights and everything disconnected. Uh, and and they send her money. And if you go on her, you know, website, the Canada First website, um, it, it gives you a small disclaimer of how when you send money to the Liberal Party of Canada, it can be used as a tax deduction, because that's what it is. It's a, it's a shell corporation, and when you when you send money there, it, it goes to the it goes to the Liberal Party. So um, that's what's going on over there. So we're going. We're at war with her. She's refused. She won't debate me. She won't ignore. She just hides in her RV. It's uh, it's off the set. It's whatever was left over from Girls Gone Wild, nineteen ninety seven. That's what she's driving around in and uh, trying to get a new uh, radiator hose or something. I think she's laid up at the moment. I mean, she's the queen, so she's got some some good uh, <laughs> accommodations. She's working on some stuff. What a, I mean, what a crazy time. Uh, Help Billy's wife says good evening awesome job of the intro edgy and there you go sir filthy weasel how are you he says shout out to Tiffany on her 48th birthday cheers and hope you had a great day trucker Rob says a few shekels for a non-participation fine <laughs> busy at work catching replays thank you sir I hope everything's going well for you Jerusalem's cross says DeSantis said in a presser today that people are fleeing Canada to go to Florida yes they are Florida is growing by 1,000 people a day 30,000 people a month Half a million people a year. That's a lot for, a, a, a you know, Florida. Florida will be bigger than Canada probably in 10 years uh, at the rate things are going. Um, if you could, I, did he? Is this, is this breaking news? Do we have breaking news? Let me see here. We're going to have to go see this. Did Cheeseburger Randy quit his job? I can't see him. I, I, well, this is breaking news. I just saw this. 19-year-old reserve, reservist dies after collapsing during training march. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened. So he's still, he's training. He's still working, which means he's, you know, clean. He's clean. His blood is clean. He's not a dirty, uh, you know, disgusting subhuman. You know what I'm saying? Well, he just, because uh, it's normal. It's normal for 19-year-olds to just collapse and die while they're, you know, exerting themselves physically. I wonder if there, it's, you know, if only there was more to go on, like there was some kind of trend. Um, oh, yes, he looks very unhealthy there. Some kind of trend of, of young people physically exerting themselves, athletes, soccer players, basketball, you know, et cetera, that were then just suddenly having, you know, catastrophic health issues and, and sometimes dying uh, where they fall. 
if that were the case, surely there would be a pattern to recognize. But I go, you know, that's probably not it. Don't know what could be the problem. Don't know what's going on. And yep, that is the case. Cheeseburger Randy has resigned. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I'm gonna have to read more about that later. I don't know anything. I don't know what what could have caused that. So. Typically, when someone unexpectedly resigns like this, somebody's got him in, somebody's got some scandal uh, material on this guy. Um, poor cheeseburger, Randy. You know. Oh well, Alberta. Now you're now you're in for it. Now you're gonna get. Ooh, who's gonna take? Who's gonna take the reins now? Ooh, don't worry. I'm sure it'll be somebody uh, approved by the machine. Poor. Goodbye, Randy. Don't uh, don't have a heart attack or anything. That would be that would be so awful if that happened. Um, Reverend Chad says Glenn Campbell was the greatest guitarist of all time. Prove me wrong, or I, I won't. I stop. No, 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 no. I won't read the rest of that. <sighs> Prove him wrong, but don't do the thing he's asking because no, don't do that. Don't do that, Chad. That's horrifying. NYC bit says our speech is violence. Their speech is speech. Violence is speech. Okay, that's right. Left wing violence is protesting, and right wing protesting is violence. That's uh. Did Ferry, did you invent that? That's a great, that's a great, uh, should go on your tombstone. Because we'll all be dead very soon. We know this. We know this. Full draw. Hey, oh, hey, what's going on? Us Italians feed them gabagool and cannolis in there. In the the, the misery. What are you talking about? Into the misery. Feed them gabagool and cannolis. (laughs) Feed them to death. Amber Button says, sorry, I can't give more, but love your show. Been watching for years. Just only recently figured out this site. Keep up the good work, buddy. Thank you very much, Amber. I appreciate that. Uh, again, if you want to, you don't have to. Rumble as well. You can um, kick, uh, you know, l- legal money over there if you want. <laughs> but Entropy is, is generally the one that I use. The most, entropystream.live slash raging dissident. Uh, yes. Al Stern, thank you very, very much, man. He says, yeah, yeah, no, not necessary, but I haven't contributed to Redacted in a while, and we love you. Keep fighting the good fight, buddy. Thank you, Al. I appreciate that. You're very generous. You guys are great. Fisher of Men says, Wednesday night, Rumint, rumor intelligence, senior Canadian Armed Forces officers who are already at compulsory retirement age of 60 are being offered a few extra years to make up for the hemorrhaging of people and shit recruitment. I'll, uh, I can confirm that. I can confirm that. Here's another little story. Um, did you know that approximately 900 men just out of the Princess Patricia's Canadian Light Infantry have right now a voluntary releases submitted to their chain of command of what a voluntary release means or a VR is I quit. I fucking quit. And, um, so 900, there's a, that's about a, what, what is that? A third of the regiment boys? That's, that's about a third, right? That's a, that's over a whole battalion, uh, probably. So des- d- just a catastrophic amount of releases, uh, a crippling amount, basically shut down an entire battalion, which we don't ha- I mean, it's just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And, I, and the situation is not any better across much of the military. But even better than that is the, uh, you know, allegedly, I'm sure it's true. I've heard the chief of defense, uh, General Iyer, has uh, ordered these people these clerks processing these VRs to take as much time as possible, lose them, take drag your feet, mix them up, do whatever you got to do, but hang on to these people by hook or by crook, do whatever you got to do. And they're not going to let them go. I even know guys personally, this isn't a rumor. This is a fact that are waiting on medical releases because they're injured and the army refuses to let them go. 
It's going to keep them and retain them on medical category, uh, forcing them to work against uh, you know their doctor's orders and their health orders just because we just we just need the numbers. And they're pulling old guys out of retirement and training postings, bringing them back to the battalions to then train recruits because you know what the recruit schools are falling apart because we can't even fill those anymore. So we're going to be closing them down soon. Meaford's going to be just a hole where you train. I don't know PLQs and maybe somebody does a machine gun course once in a while or something but generally that's going to kind of start to wind down here and it's just it's it's overall it's completely falling apart everywhere that you look and it's a crisis that the government is refusing to acknowledge it's completely and utterly shocking it it's it's in terrible the army is and i'm saying this with all seriousness has never been in dire straits more so than it is right now worse than the 90s the decade of darkness what 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 political party was in charge then i can't remember the decade of darkness it's worse than that it's far worse than that it's as worse as it's ever going to be it's it's collapsing the army in the canadian forces is collapsing and imploding on itself right now in real time and they're going you know what we need briefings on critical race theory and well, you know what? I already touched on it. Why white people are so bad? We gotta, we gotta. That's what we gotta do. And and we should threaten and send. You know what? That's why we were able to get rid of all those artillery cannons, right? We sent the Royal Canadian Horse Artillery's entire battery of M triple seven artillery guns. We sent those to Ukraine to give to the Ukrainians to fight. They're already destroyed. The Russians have already destroyed the guns. Um, because we don't have anybody to use them anyway, right? We don't have any. We're out of people, right? Everybody quit. We can't retain. We can't recruit anybody. You know, our physical fitness standards are already in the toilet. We still can't anybody get to meet those. So, it's um, it's just it's so it's just it's it. Mwah. So when your army's collapsing, your your citizenry is is falling apart. There's an undercurrent of extreme dissent. Everyone's being bankrupted. There's no hope for the future. Hey, you know what? We should throw into this pot of awesome. Let's start picking a fight with the Russian Federation. That's what we should do. Maybe they'll start attacking us and we won't have any fucking way to defend ourselves whatsoever. Maybe that. Maybe that. That what could possibly go wrong? I don't think I don't think there's anything. I mean, we're just we're just killing it. We're just, you know, good take after good take. Canada is the is the is the model way to run a country. Into the ground. <laughs> Oh, crap. I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. Wife to Hellbillies is talking to a neighbor last night after booster pancreas inflamed. Ended up having cancer surgery. He's awake now and selling homemade <laughs> fuck some guy shirts. Still hope. Blams says interesting coincidence about this World Health Organization treaty and all these monkeypox outbreaks. Nothing to see here. Oh, no. Don't worry. Mr. Gates, uh, Mr. Fatty Fuck, uh, already warned him. Oh, the next pandemic is going to be far worse than the current one that we're in. Uh, we know we know that, that there could be a, a smallpox-like uh, uh, virus, and, and it will be uh, far more devastating than because we, we need, I, I need more money. I, you need to make me world emperor or i'll kill all of you i'll do it i you know he's how how is he walking around how has no one just hit him with a fucking bus i mean come on i i just i don't understand it what happened to the good old days i want the old earth back you know the old kind of like 50s 60s when people were just like you know what i don't i don't care too much for living anymore and they're just like ah fuck this guy and they just go for it Everybody's so selfish these days. No one will. <laughs> you don't see Bill Gates doing this in the Islamic world. 
There's a reason for that. He's not going to be walking around Tehran or Iraq or any of those places anytime soon talking about, well, we just need to inject all of your... Hello, he wouldn't make it. He wouldn't make it out of Baghdad. He would just be a fucking crater <laughs> based. You know, maybe I'm just going to... I might be on the wrong team. Should I convert? I should just convert to Islam and then, you know what? Maybe, maybe that fusion... No, I would be angrier than ever. Oh, my God. Could you imagine me as like an imam, some kind of, you know, oh, Jesus, the world's not ready for that. <laughs> or maybe that's exactly what it needs. We'll think about it. Kamiski says he won the UCP leadership vote with 51.4%. They don't want the UCP to split again. So he left. Interesting. I bet there's something on him, but, you know, these guys are selfish. He's, he's going to get a new, brand new, shiny job in the World Economic Forum or Davos or some kind of builder. He's, he'll get something in the UN. They, none of these people, uh, you know. They, they, he's not going home to sell his things and not be able to pay his bills and go, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. He's richer and doing better than ever. Phillips Disciple says, buddy of mine can't get out. Uh, of the military uh, was told he needed proof of employment first. That is a fucking lie because they are worried about him being unemployed. This is a lie. Everything they're saying is a lie. It is your total fucking right that they can deny though, however, to, to, to put in a voluntary release from the military. You're allowed to do it. It's your right. They can't say, well, we're worried about your, we're worried about your, your, Oh, you're worried, huh? You made me take this experimental gene therapy. All of a sudden, you're, wor you're not worried about me. You're worried about having to tell the RSM why you lost another fucking troop. That's what you're worried about, sir or warrant officer, careerist, shitbag, bootlicking fuckstick. All you ever did your whole fucking career was look the other way and go, my career, my career, my career. And the last 15 years, which has been nothing but a steady, slow decline and degradation of the once proud Canadian military. That's the reason it's happened because you sat there and you looked the other way and went, my career, instead of doing your fucking job, getting together with all the rest of the guys and putting a stop to this craziness before it got its foot in the door. But now it not only is its foot in the door, everything is in the door. The door is locked and you can't get out. It's loose in the building, and it's preying on the children. It's in the mess hall. It's in the weight room. It just tore its way all the way through golf company. There's no survivors. It's like Predator. It's like the movie Alien, and your battalion lines is now in space. There's nowhere to go. You can't get out. It's you against it, and it's a super predator, and there's nothing you can do. Congratulations. Good job. I'm, I'm sure everything's going to be fine. Michael's mama says the gingler joining forces with the orange man to take out the purple dildo. That's essentially what's happening. We're working on it. That would be a show. Thanks for the last man. We appreciate you. You're doing great, kid. P.S. I blame Entropy for this late comment. They won't let me pay you. <laughs> yeah, you got to use a credit card or something. Some kind of, some kind of something. I don't know. What you do? Yeah, yeah, Derek. I don't know. These ones, just when I'm angry, it, it, it translates better into energy or something. Uh, but there's something else I need to, I need to, I need to do here if I get it right. You know, there it is. That's what I want. What did I call this? Burn, the, you know, burn the, we did, we got to burn the boats, boys. There's a reason people used to burn the boats. The Spanish did it. Sun Tzu talked about doing it. You deprive your, your, um, your troops of having any other way out. You ever see that, uh, the film, uh, whatever Batman, when it was with Bane, Bane, yes, I was born in the dark. He had to detach. He didn't use the harness to jump across this ledge and escape the pit because his only option was to win or die. 
And that that extra motivation, that extra belief where it's like, this has to be everything I fucking got or I'm going to die. And then he did it and accepted it and go, well, I'm either going to get out of here or I'm going to die. And he, and he got out of there. The people that, that submit to that thought process and go, I got nowhere else to go. They literally burned the boats. What are we going to do? Are we going to swim home? We're going to swim back to Denmark you know, from England if you're the Vikings, right? No, you're not. You're, not, you're going to die. You're going to win or you're going to die, period. And you're fighting people that will maybe fight you for a while, but they've got somewhere to go. They can surrender. They can, you know, they've got things to lose. You can't beat people that have nothing to lose and nowhere to go. Uh, you just can't. It's almost fucking impossible. They'll fight you all the way to the very end. And even if you, even if you can beat them and you do beat them, it's gonna cost. It's gonna cost you. It's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be a rough slog. Okay. So that's um that's kind of where you know where we gotta be at. I mean, I don't um. You gotta make peace with it. This is where we're at. There's nowhere to go. Where where are we? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Where are we gonna go? You gonna move provinces? You gonna <laughs> you know? There's nowhere to go. This is a global takeover, as in everywhere, as in the planet. You want to go hide in the woods? Guess what? The government's going to take your stuff. Not Maybe not this year, next year, 10 years, but maybe, maybe you're 60 years old. You will it to your kids. Guess what? Private property is illegal now because under, on orders of the World Health Organization or, or Emperor Gates, who is now is just a head inside of a jar. He's basically Krang from the Ninja Turtles. He's just some kind of strange brain, you know, thing in, in some kind of in a giant robot body. He's 40 feet tall, shoots lasers at people. Like, that's the future we're going into. And he'll just decide that because all they do is take. Why would they? There is no limit to where they will stop taking. And the more they take, the more they want. There's no end game. There's no, we just want this and then and then it's over that's not it they there's a new demand every month there's something else every month never trust you know and you know morgan said it best as soon as they said two weeks we just need you to stay we just need you to i'm just going to control your movements for two weeks and and then we'll see whoa what motherfucker excuse me that's not someone's trying to help you that's someone that, that's trying to control you. And, and you know what? Obviously, things have not gotten better since then, have they? It's just two weeks. It's just two months. It's just two years. It's just forever. It's just, uh, it's just a mask. It's just a business closure. It's just a, it's just a fine. It's just some tickets. We're just taking your kids to an education center. It's just a, it's just a needle. It's just a camp. It's just a pot. It's just some bugs. It's just more taxes. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. It's just... You can do that forever. You can say it's just, hey, it's just a cell. It's just a prison cell. It could be worse. Could always be worse. Saying it could always be worse is the big is the cope of the loser. That's what losers say. That's what losers think. Like, hey, it could be worse. That's an excuse for you not to fight and not to try harder. Because it could always be better too. It can always be better. So why aren't you trying to make it better? Because you're fucking lazy or you're a coward or you're scared. It's not an excuse. Could be worse. Could be better. Well, you could be on fire. Yeah, that'd be worse. It could be better. We could not be in prison. We, we could not be under the thumb and under the boot of unelected rich people all over the world dictating to all of us like we're, like we're uh, cattle, how we're going to live our lives and, and conduct ourselves and raise our children and pursue our destinies. It's not up to Bill fucking Gates or Tedros or whatever the hell you say this commie's name at the World Health Organization. But you know what? 
we've decided in the ultimate wisdom of our countries that we're going to sign over our economic, our, our, well, let's face it, it has a huge amount of economic impact. We're going to sign over our health decisions to an unelected bureaucracy at the World Health Organization, give them an untold fortune of money, and they're going to call the shots now. Because everyone's been primed on the, the pandemic. So now there's going to be another one, and there'll be another one. There'll be a, they already did it once. Why not do it again? They found, the, they found a gold mine. It's like the leprechaun from Lucky Charms. Okay? They just found a way to make infinite money, take as much power as they... And everybody fell for it. Why wouldn't you do it again? Why wouldn't you do it again? If you threw a, a great party, went so well, you know, people gave you money. Everything, everything went better than you could have ever expected. Do you think then you're going to go, now, you know what? Let's never do that again now. Now let's never do that. That thing we just did that went so perfectly awesome in our favor. We made trillions of dollars. We destroyed our political enemies. We identified them. We rounded them up. We froze their bank accounts. We tortured them. We killed them. We fucking, you know, buried them in corners. Oh, my God. Now we control all the world's uh, health authority. That was great. You know what we should do? Let's never do that again. Let's not think of how we can do better because we're not a runaway, greedy, parasitical organization that is hell-bent on, on feeding and satiating its constant need for power and growth, which is insatiable and unstoppable. That'll never happen. That'll never happen, bro. No, there's not going to be another scheme. They're not working on it right now. Everything's going to be fine. Just eat the bugs, get in the pods, take the shots, and kill yourselves. Especially if you're white. You guys gotta die first. Hail Gates! Phil, I'm pretty tired of it. Are you? The Blue Taco says can no longer buy, sell, or even get a firearm worked on without registering it with the federal government. Take it to a gunsmith. Registered. Registration is the first step towards confiscation. Oh, yeah. 100%. You think they're not going to want them? They're not, they're not banning guns. They just want to have all the guns for themselves. You know, these benevolent, wonderful people. I've been describing who just love you so much. They love you so much. That's why they've given you, you know, this wonderful hell to live in. And your children have cognitive disabilities now. Uh, you know, they've regressed years in their learning and their development. That the suicide rate is higher than it's ever been. Violent crime is higher than it's been in 40 years. Uh, inflation is at a rate. What are we at? 7% now? That's the admitted number. So really, it's probably closer to 15%. 15%? You need... For, for it, so in layman's terms, for you to even just tread water, you need to make 15% more money every year, 15% more this year, then 50% more the year after that, and the year after that, just to keep up with the prices. 
If you don't, you're 15% more poor. Next year, you're going to be 15% poorer than you are now. Then the year after that, then the year after that. What's three years of 15%? Oh, that's 45% poorer. That's substantial. That's a lot. And this is a group of people. This is a civilization. This is a country that is $200 away from being underwater on their bill payments every month. (laughs) Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Let's do that. Everything's going to be fine. Uh but you know what? It's not a problem because, uh, you know, the, the leaders don't seem concerned. They're worried about white people violence. And as we know, it's it's them yelling at people in the street. That, well, that's got to go. That's got to go. I don't understand them. I mean, I'm wearing a $20,000 Rolex. I'm getting into a BMW. I'm making $200,000, $250,000 a year plus perks, plus my pharmaceutical options in Pfizer and Moderna, and plus all the other kickbacks and under door, uh, un- under the table bribes and, you know, pocket stuffing little money adventures I'm going on. Just pilfering this country, just making it my own personal piggy bank, bitch. I'm doing just fine. I can't imagine why people in this country are just just so upset. It's almost like they're they're you know frantic and panicking. It's like they're worried they're not gonna be able to feed their children or something. Isn't that crazy? What a crazy thing to think. Only crazy people would think that. Let's put them in jail. That'll learn them. That'll learn them. <sighs> Filthy Weasel, again, thank you, brother. He says, hey, things are starting to look up for us. The unclean, the powers that be, are uh, discussing allowing unvaxxed on planes. In the very back, of course. Love being a filthy second-class citizen. Love this clown world more and more every day. Death to Stalin. Yeah, I doubt that'll happen. And, you know, we're the last ones to... Every other country has lifted these things, but not Canada because it... Because uh, reasons, you know, you don't need to. you don't need to worry about it. But, you know... And I've talked about these people at length before. Uh, The journalists, the media, they're the the heroic. uh, They really are the unsung heroes of reality, aren't they? I mean, without them, how would you know how many cases there were? How would you know who to hate? How would you know what to be scared of and where to sit? How would you know what current thing to support if it wasn't for them? You know, so let's just give your give yourself a big pat on the back. If you're in the media and if you support the media, I mean, they really do deserve it. And, you know, because of, I mean, they do make a lot of money, especially at the very time. They don't pay their, their, you know, on the ground journalists very much because they're just, uh, you know, kind of like prostitutes where they'll just do what they want because they, they all want to be the anchor man. They all want to, you know, be the big time journalist TV person. So they'll do anything. They'll suck dicks. They'll do whatever it takes to, you know, get up. They'll work for free. They'll do anything. They'll, they're, you know, heroes. But it's it's not a job without its uh, without its dangers. So uh, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because you know it turns out that when you gaslight and and lie to people and 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 omit uh, you know very obvious things happening in reality because well it's not what you really want to say or your bosses want you to talk about. So you just it, it makes people mad. It makes them so mad that um, you know they commit again violence against you. They, they you'll, you're going to encounter white people saying stuff. And again, I don't need to rehash all of this description, but it's worse than Nagasaki. It's worse than hydrogen bombs. It's worse than when the dinosaurs were eradicated. White people saying things, especially raised up, God, swearing God help you. So help you God if a white person swears at you. You are fully, if you're, if you're not white and a white person 
looks at you, shakes their fist, and furrows their brow, you are fully within your rights to shoot them dead in the street with whatever you have. Flamethrower, machine gun, crossbow, uh, old-timey musket, cannons. If you happen to own a tank, use that. Run them over with a tank because that's self-defense. That's self-defense. And the, and the media, you know, they're just trying to save everyone from white people saying stuff. And now they need, you know, CBC has been hiring trauma therapists for the journalists. Um... Uh, from Sheila Gunn Reed says it looks like the Freedom Convoy protesters telling off the state broadcaster in some mean tweets are really taking their toll. I blame Spinney. I blame Spinney. I blame the ghost of Wellington. You know, the CBC came up trying to find things to lie about, and he told them to get the hell out of here. You're a bunch of propagandists and liars. And now, you know, now they're on Wellbutrin. Now they're on SSRIs. Now they're on, you know, and because of that, you know, now they need, you know, Cialis and Viagra because the other pills, you know how that works. And they need pills to go to sleep. They need pills to get up. They need, there's, you know, so just a pharmaceutical concoction of things because somebody said a mean thing to them. A white guy was mean to them and they barely escape with their lives. Okay. I, I mean, I just hope that these therapists... I hope they do such a good job. I hope they do just as good of a job with these CBC journalists as they do with soldiers. I hope it's just as good of a job. I hope they do so well. I hope they do even better. I hope they prescribe even more drugs that people don't need, even more drugs that hurt them, and the suicide rate is even higher than that. That's, I mean, because that's success. That's how you get help in the mental health system. You go to the doctor and they give you a pile of pharmaceutical drugs that make everything worse. And then you get confused and dopey and fucked up and your brain chemistry is all out of whack. And then eventually you kill yourself or maybe you kill other people. Maybe you just go crazy. You know, who knows? Let's just fuck with your brain chemistry. Who knows what happened? It's definitely not the pills. It's probably something else. Right. So I, I hope that I hope that these journalists get the help. That they seek so much. I hope it's. I hope it's just as every bit as helpful as it's been to the Canadian veterans of, of this country. I hope so. I'm really fingers crossed, Phil. Fingers crossed on that one. We're hoping that they get the help that they deserve. The help they deserve. Did you guys know that um, UFOs are a thing now? I mean, they've always been a thing, but they just quietly admitted this the other day. The Pentagon had a hearing, and they're like, "Yeah, so I guess." There's okay, so big deal. Like we know <laughs> we know there's white people saying stuff, and that's what we really need to focus on. That is the FBI's, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, the that, that is our number one priority. Don't worry about the fact. I mean, okay, it's a fact. We'll admit it. We'll admit it. We know about it. So what? Okay, so there's machines that we can't explain that are just everywhere flying around doing god knows what and we have no fucking clue what they are where they came from or what they want or what they're doing or who operates them but it's really a minor detail in the run of your day so just remember that just remember that as you're going about your day for the next you know the rest of your life really every once in a while you're out driving your car you're mowing your lawn just remember oh yeah there's just dinner plate shaped machines just flying around and nobody has any fucking clue what's going on with that Oh, well, it's probably nothing. It's not worth talking about. What is worth talking about is the gas prices. Oh, my goodness. Do you think the trucking industry has had it bad now? It's going to implode. It's going to implode because uh, who's going to pay for these fuel costs? 
Huh? You think it's going to trickle us down its way to the to the worker, to the truck driver, you know, and it's going to have an impact on, you know, shipping the goods because, well, the trucking industry is going to have to charge more money to ship the goods and the goods are then going to cost more because the person that bought the goods and had them shipped to their stores, their warehouses, their distrib- distribution centers, whatever it is, your grocery store, maybe, is going to have to charge more because they had to pay more to have it shipped there and they had to pay more because the fuel prices are in the fucking moon. They're into the strategy atmosphere so that's good that's great and it's just because of the russians it's a coincidence that we've been talking about this for two years three years four years they're going to bankrupt you with fuel prices that's the point of the carbon tax we already had a fuel tax and then we had a carbon tax which was a tax on top of a tax you're paying two taxes now you're paying a fuel tax and a carbon oh it's different it's different. It's a different thing. And it's not a price. Sorry, sorry. I, I gotta, I'm misquoting the prime minister. It's not a tax. It's a price on carbon. It is a price on carbon. Oh, okay. So me, I'm mostly made of car- I'm a carbon-based life form. Is that what that means? Are we just all going to pay? Uh, yes, we would like you to pay a tax for existing. Okay, gotcha. Right on. Let's continue. Diesel costs deliver body blow to trucking industry impacting border economy. Nice, nice. How much do they cost here? Oh, our growers, shippers, importers, distributors, basically our entire supply chain has been and continues to be impacted by rising fuel costs. Between one-third to one-half of the cost for fresh produce is the logistics. What was I just saying? You can see how quickly increases in that expense category can impact the base price. It's fine. Russia man bad. Saw it on TV. Don't worry about it. And hey, it's okay. Because you need to be punished for driving your cars. Really? This is your fault. You're killing the planet. Didn't you see that pig-haired girl with Down syndrome and the fetal alcohol face? She's mad as hell about all the cars and stuff. I mean, she's like 18 years old. You should really sit down and listen to the handicapped girl with the pigtails that's how that's how every great nation has ever done business that's how the roman empire crawled from just being you know a loose disassociated disconnected tribe of you know warring clans on the italian peninsula to the the near globe spanning empire it became was because they followed the advice of handicapped girls with pigtails it's really that easy. That's how you, that's, I mean, how do you think the, the, the Soviet space program got off the ground? Huh? How, who do you think invented the submarine? It wasn't scientists. It was wokeness. Okay. Who, where, where do you think electricity came from? Huh? You think it was, you think that was smart people that invented, that figured out electricity? What do you think, Nikola Tesla? No, 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 no. It was Oprah Winfrey. And a panel of, of, of clucking chicken women from The View talking about racial bias in America. And that spawned the, you know, generational changes in technology that we enjoy today was because, and that's why we're returning to wokeness now, because it creates and improves so much. It's just so powerful. And it's so, it. I mean, I'm excited for the future. Everything is just 
trending upwards. Everything works better. Everything's faster. Everything's streamlined. Everyone seems smarter, better adjusted. I mean, everything's just improving in every way and shape and form. So, I mean, that's just proof that the, the woke ideology is the way to go. It's what we need. We need more of it than anything. And we need more handicapped girls with pigtails and, and fetal alcohol, whatever what's wrong with her. We need more of them. We should clone her, and they should be in charge of everything, the, starting with the military, because that's a mess. So who better to make these decisions than teenagers um, with mental problems? I mean, it's, it, I mean, read a history book, guys. It's really not that difficult. John Pittis from CBC News says Canadians love their cars so much that high fuel prices won't make most of us change our ways. <laughs> you disgusting Canadians. This is not the Babylon Bee. With fuel prices driving inflation, why are there still so many darn cars on the road? <laughs> You'd think these stupid peasants would have learned by now. It's going to keep costing more money. They want you to stop driving cars. They want you to... Agenda 2020, Agenda 2030. Read it. One of the main objectives is to collate everyone into giant mega cities where they can be controlled. And you see, uh, having a personal vehicle is a kind of a form of independence. You can just get in it and go somewhere else. And the government can't really control that. And that's the problem. That's a problem. And uh, the, the fact that you have disposable income, if you have any way to like provide for your... We can't have that. We can't have that. We need you to rely entirely on the government to survive, and one way to do that is to bankrupt you through uh, a, a means like an artery, you know, like the arteries of the country, because we are an industrialized uh, nation, as the Western civilization is. We rely heavily on transport, trucking, and motorized transportation. It, you might even argue our entire fucking modern world has been set up that way since the 1920s with the invention of the automobile and the steam engine and the train and so on where we can carry things longer distances. That's why everything is so far apart and, and that's why uh, you can't live within 10 miles of where your house is. A grocery store is probably 30 minutes from where the fuck you live in a car in a lot of places. Most most people are driving several hours to work, to commute to work one way and back. That's how it's been. But now, you know what? No, it's your fault. Pigtail girl was right and uh, you're scum. Why can't you be like me, a rich guy in downtown Toronto who walks to work, which is four blocks away? You stupid rural piece of shit fucking canola farmer in Saskatchewan. Huh? What don't you understand? You're not even from Toronto, you redneck piece of trash. You know what? We sh you're going in the camp too. Get <laughs> if you're expecting clear sailing on the highways this coming long weekend because soaring gas prices have forced all the other drivers, except you, of course, to leave their cars at home, think again. Some motorists insist that a two-liter gasoline means they'll drive a lot less, but people who study Canadians' love affair with their cars are skeptical, and they have the research to back it up. Research? <laughs> There's your fucking research, pittis. Don Pittis, uh, people drive their cars because they fucking have to, okay? They have to go to work, and they have to go to school, and they have to go to the grocery store, and they, and they, everything's pretty far away. And then there's like winter time, uh, you know, inclement weather, rainstorm, yeah, you know what I mean? They, they have to. I don't know a single person 
that goes for a drive anymore. Do you? That was a thing in the 90s. We would just go for a drive because gas was 50 cents a liter. Wasn't a big deal. Eh, you know, 45 cents a liter, 50 cents. I remember when my dad would complain, geez, 70 cents a liter? They were coming up on a dollar. And it was a big controversy when the, the Iraq war started. Do you think it's going to go to a dollar? A dollar for gas? My God. A dollar? How can we live this way? Now we're over $2 and it's like, eh. Eh. Sports ball's on. We got sports ball. People have to. No one's no one's driving around. No one's just ripping around town. Hey, you want to drive four hours for no reason? I can't do that, Susan. I'm broke. It costs $270 to fill the gas tank in my truck. I can't do it. I'm sorry. It's a very valuable resource that I don't have enough of. Money! Because the government took it all. Because there's taxes on everything. Because Pigtail Girl said so. So I have to give all of my money to some idiot retard that wears fancy socks and thinks people yelling at him is violence. I have to give him give him all of my money so he can have it all. And somehow, ergo, vis-a-vis, that is going to change the weather. The sky will be nice to me and it won't be as hot out somehow. Because I gave him all of my money. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't even have pigtails. I'm not even retarded. So don't ask me why it works that way. It just is. So that's why we have to bankrupt you. <laughs> the best part is at the end. Where is it? Oh, nice. Look at the current gas prices. Vancouver, $2.30. Oh, nice. Research by economists Sumit Gulate. And Verna Entfeiler at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver shows that the advantages of personal mobility are seductive, even addictive. <laughs> yeah, man. Big time. That's why I got a motorcycle. I just wanted something to spank to. Just fucking, yeah. Seductive and ad- seductive, addictive transportation. That's always, it's always done it for me. Why do you think men always like, why do you think men like cars? Huh? It's the secret. What do you think they're really doing with that engine oil? <laughs> they're not changing oil. They're not changing the oil in the truck. They're using it for something. All right? Mechanic, you know, garage bays. It's pretty gay what goes on in there. It's, uh, anyway, trust the science. They're, they're experts. They're researchers at a school. So, Jesus. I mean, how are they, are they even questioning this? Anyway. Um. says in the uh, first people need to believe these price changes are permanent not temporary oh oh so you admit that you're just punishing people so they'll drive less so they'll make lifestyle changes like taking the bus which means they'll have to live in a city or like live down yeah they're gonna have to congregate in the cities really i guess so rural living is going to be basically impossible it's gonna be unaffordable Huh. So the price changes are are, are 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 permanent, not temporary. Thank you, Mr. Scientist, for clearing that up. And he said the change will come gradually as drivers replace their aging cars. People see that higher prices see that prices are higher and say, okay, maybe the next car I'm gonna buy isn't going to consume twelve liters per hundred kilometers, maybe only eight or six. Maybe only eight or six. Maybe, maybe little Kevin and Susie don't eat supper today because daddy spent all his money on, on gasoline going to work to get a paycheck that doesn't even cover his basic living expenses anymore. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill every single goddamn... <laughs>
Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> We're going to scroll down here. Uh, Michael's mama says, uh, Smart PP called me today. He did? Wow. I didn't answer, but he was probably just going to tell us white people how racist we are if we uh, we don't pick him. That's true. He did already kind of allude to that. Um, all the same things. Just got to get the libs out. If we get the libs out, that's uh, the stupid low IQ boomer-esque tier thinking. Where, you know, when TV did all the thinking for them, that's kind of the reason that generation is, is um, shockingly stupid for the most part. Uh, because TV did all the thinking for them. They just watched TV, and then they knew that, there, there we go. Now we know what's going on. Our generation had to look at TV, but then we had the internet too, didn't we? And we had access to all kinds of other information, and we'd have to weigh it against each other and go, what the fuck? Well, these both can't be wrong, and they both can't be right. Somebody's full of shit. Something doesn't, this doesn't make sense here. Square peg, round hole, you know? And, you know, they think uh, you just, just got to get the libs out. If you just get the libs out... Everything will be fine because it's just it's just the libs, man. It's just the libs. And they're too lazy and, and broken and pathetic and weak to understand or even basically even take the time to look at the evidence and go, oh, you know what? All of these parties are the same. They're all the same. They really don't matter or differ in any real meaningful way. And in, and in fact, when you really look at it, let's look at it a little bit closer. What are What is Davos? What is the Bilderberg Summit? What is the World Economic Forum? What are what are these things? Well, this is when uh, these these very rich, powerful, influential, uh, you know, corporate interest groups, special interests, whatever you want to call them, they um, hand select certain people in your countries, in your power structure, in your up and coming leadership. You know, the Young Leaders Initiative at the World Economic Forum, by the way, was a very well well done. Influential people that are on the way, like a draft. Like hockey, like sports ball. See, you guys are following now, right? Like a draft. And they pick the top 20, 30, and they indoctrinate them into their worldview and into how things are going to be in the future. And because they're weak, feckless, spineless, cowardly people that are really only concerned with their career, their upward mobility, getting the limbs hurt, and getting in a big chair and getting an office and, and dude, look, look at me, I'm on a podium on TV now. That's really all they think about. So they're very easy to buy and indoctrinate. And if, and if they don't really, if they go, wait a minute, I don't like the sound of this, they just get rid of that person. They replace them with somebody else. And they make sure that person doesn't win any elections. Because the people that they've indoctrinated, they send them back to their countries, back to their towns, and back to their cities. And they send them there with a nest egg, with a war chest and some advisors. And they make sure they get into power and get elected. And if you look around the world, it's it's a pretty common trend, isn't it? Isn't it? And, it? and it doesn't matter what party you're from. You can have conservatives in there. You got liberals there. You got communists there. You got whoever. Whoever it is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what kind of costume they want to put on. It doesn't matter who they want to act like on the outside, what they want to say on TV, or what they got to tell their base, or whatever. What matters is you do what we fucking tell you to because we fucking made you, and we can unmake you. And that's how it goes. That's who's really in charge is the rich people, the very rich people. I'm not talking about some millionaires that live in your town, some people that go to the yacht club. I'm talking about the super rich, the billionaires, the tech giants, the 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 old money, the families, you know, like the like the like the Rothschilds and the Warburgs and the Rockefellers and the fucking Bronfman family and all of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? The DuPont family. These guys. That's who's making the decisions around here. And you think 
So, well, if we get small pee-pee in and we get the limbs out, this giant, massive, octopus-like spider complex of power that has just has its tentacles into every country, every town, city, region, and time zone in the Western world, it's just gonna not matter anymore because you got the libs out. Really? Oh, what? Thank you for paying attention. Thank you very much. I'm so glad that you spent so much time on Twitter owning the libs or burning the cons and ram ranch and all of you fucking retards lived in your little fantasy world where you're the king and, and champion and you're the fucking hero of your own story while everything around us is just sucked dry and bled out to these uh, super rich billionaire fucks. It's great. It's awesome. And you, you like the little pins they wear too? Here, I'll show you one. I got a, a, this example. Where is it at? Here it is. What I name? This is, this is Canada's priorities right now, guys. Now, I want you to watch this. Nobody laugh because this is important. But, you know, just keep in mind that because this person, this is our priority here, okay? This is what we need to, th these are the people that are, they're heroes. This is the most important thing you can be. And I don't care. If you're, you know, if you're somebody like me who has loved ones that have been waiting for surgery for over a year that are suffering tremendously because they can't get surgery that they need and they hurt every single fucking day. We don't care about those people. We don't care if you've got loved ones with cancer, you need screenings done, you need biopsies. Listen, you guys are white people and you're not even, you're not even like multi-gendered furry people that live on a spectrum and want to groom kids. So you don't fucking matter, to be honest with you. Okay? This is what matters. And this is why we spend the money and time and resources uh, doing these kinds of things. But notice the, the little pin on the left uh, lapel here. That's the, uh, that's the World Economic, uh, or is it the UN? The, the Global Reset Agenda Initiative uh, pin there. It's a, it's a big circle. Looks like a donut. It's like a rainbow, rainbow donut kind of thing. Oh, it's a gay asshole. That's what it is. I just discovered what it is. Hello, everyone. Bienvenue. I would like to begin today by acknowledging that we are in the unceded and unsurrendered territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg Nation. I am honored to be here and would like to remind those of us who are settlers of our great responsibility towards justice. I was born here. I didn't, I didn't settle anything, you creature. And especially in a country that is still perpetuating ongoing genocide. Today, I am here for the occasion of the International Day Against Homophobia, Biophobia, Intersexism, and Transphobia. Oh this week is very special to me. I am celebrating my one year on hormone replacement therapy and 13 months after I had my chest surgery. Oh, so you get surgery and you get doctors and you get hormone replacement surgery. That's nice. It's very special to you. You know how many people died this month waiting for health care that they can't get because situations like this exist? Where the country has gone so completely out of its mind that it's doing cosmetic surgery on crazy people and ignoring actual sick people, they go. They're low. Like they're 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 not prioritized anymore. They're not triaged properly. We don't have enough doctors and, and and surgeons and hospitals and everything as it is. I mean, we had more. 
But we fired a lot of them because, you know, they didn't get the the thing. So they had to go. And don't worry, we're going to spend even more money, billions probably, hiring foreign ones to replace the ones we already fired. Even though, I mean, International Day of Ism, Ism, Phobia, blah, 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 blah. Oh, there's a day for it, is there? Oh, there's a day. Oh, good. Or was it a week? Was it a week or was it a day? I got to hear this again. How much time am I supposed to sit around pandering to your fucking mental illness? Phobia. I got to go back. For the occasion of the International Day Against Homophobia. Okay, just a day. Good. So there's a day and then there's a Pride Month now. I thought, wasn't it day, week, month? It's all summer now, right? Basically, basically the end of May to like Halloween is just wide open. (laughs) Priorities. 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 There's nothing worse going on. This is a top priority. I don't know how it happened, but it is. I don't care if your families are dying. I don't care who's sick. I don't care. There's just, so what? Your fucking native reserve doesn't have water. There's gay people out there and no one's celebrating them 24-7 for months on end. All right. Stand with Ukraine. Get your fourth booster. Who cares that the children are suffering and, and having cognitive problems? It's fine. I sir toast to the second as says throw your soldiers into position and once there is no escape, they will prefer death to flight. Yeah, that's basically where the idea comes from. Sun Tzu, the art of war. Tazaniko says Kenny is gone. Uh uh, gone, baby, yeehaw. Motherfuckers, one down, more to go. They'll just replace him with somebody else. It's a, doesn't matter. It's just a, it's like, um, it's like replacing a spark plug in an engine. That's all these people are. They'll just get another one. It's easy. Wife to Hellbilly says, so many sci-fi dystopian Hollywood shows were desensitizing us to the agenda. I had a thought about this uh, the other day, and I, did I talk about this last stream? I don't know, but basically, I don't know if it's, if it's, because people like to call it predictive programming, right, in Hollywood. I don't know if it's, is it predictive programming or is it encouraging um, something to happen, right? When you've got thousands, millions, tens of millions of people watching and thinking and feeling and, and you know, basically visualizing and, and contributing to this uh, collective hive mind of, of an idea, does that make it closer to coming true? Does that force it closer into reality? It might. I remember after 9-11, I talked about this with my uncle a long time ago, that there was a ton of lottery tickets that came up as 9-11. Weird. Why would that happen? Could it be because so many people were thinking the phrase and the words and the numbers 9-11 over? Did that, could that somehow have influenced uh, reality itself? I don't know. But I do know that the CIA and the KGB during the Cold War spent billions of dollars on this exact idea. If you want to look up the Montauk experiments or the psychic soldiers or anything, they did some crazy stuff. So I'm not the first guy to think about this. So I wonder, I don't know if it's predictive programming, like they have a plan and this is what's going to, they're trying to get you used to it. Or like we, we want, we're trying to, we're trying to encourage you to use your minds, to weaponize your, your, basically your, your feelings, your minds itself against you by envisioning, um, and, and, you know, thinking about a certain future or a scenario and whatever, maybe, um, Bottom line is, uh, stop watching television. <laughs> Just turn it off. <laughs> All the violence, you know. Um, 
Michael's mama says we all need cars from the 80s or older. Ones without fuel injection. No computer equals no takeovers. Yeah, but those are getting uh, harder and harder to find. Uh, wife to Hellbilly says all the supersized apartments and cityscapes that were shown made it seem inevitable to those that never leave cities. Yay for smart cities. Smart for who? You know, they say diversity is our strength. Who? Who's our? Who is they? It's not you. It's not me. People are repeating it. It's like you're quoting someone else. You're not. You're, this is not helping you. <laughs> Anti-hate must be copy and pasting like crazy. I hope they are good. I keep them in. I keep them in business. I give them something to do. It makes absolutely no fucking difference to me. I don't care what the fuck they do. I'm ready to die right here, right now, tonight, right this fucking minute. I'm done. I'm fed up. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Like, it's not an act. We we have nothing left. Think about it. And they think they're going to manage this. I'm just going to watch this burn down and try to have as much fun as I can and enjoy the time that I have left because I am fully aware and very cognizant of the fact that the future next year, the next five years, I can't even imagine past that. But it's all bad. It's going to get worse, much worse. What am I looking forward to? What are any what do any of us have to look forward to really? Some people might say, "Oh, well, you know, raising your kids. Yes, I guess raising them in a fucking uh dystopian nightmare where they're going to be hunted like animals." Because well, they're white kids, so, you know, that's no good. And they're going to have people trying to change their genders and tell them how they, you know, they should be having sex with people when they're 6 years old. That's what they're doing. Well, where's the homework? We have that one. Is that British Columbia also? What is going on out there? can't tell masturbation homework given to bc junior kindergarten students <laughs> like it's everywhere children at least as young as four years old reportedly sent home with an assignment instructing them to list discreet places in their household and draw areas where they could privately masturbate right on that's great that's awesome carrie isham is a local sex educator that is on record saying that if teens are at trans are trans Teens, that if teens are trans at school and haven't told their parents, they assume that is because it's a hostile environment at home. Oh, good. Yeah, so let's look forward to that. We can deal with that going forward. We can look forward to and deal with, you know, we can't afford to heat our homes, pay our bills, uh, eat if, well, and the food's disappearing. We've got the food uh, crisis to come up with, and there's World War Three, which is looming on the horizon as well. Oh, what else is going on? Uh, yeah, I really don't uh, fucking care. I really don't. <laughs> you made me go I'm like I'm I'm this close to going full joker now. I don't give a fuck and very few people do anymore either. And you've got these idiot clowns these these lesbo dumpster ass faggots running around in CSIS go we got to fucking get it. There's extreme people out there. We got to keep them on Why don't you just go try and catch all the bumblebees in the countryside while you're at it, buddy? Why don't you just go mow the Why don't you just go mow the lawn by picking out each blade of grass at a time? You're trying to do an impossible feat. This isn't an isolated incident. This is the collapse of civilization. And you have an entire, an entire multiple generations. Mine, the one under me, in some cases the one, you know, before mine. Of people who are essentially fighting off the very real feeling of hopelessness every day. And it's getting harder and harder to do it. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen. Derek, what do you think's going to happen? Hey, chat, what do you, what do you think's going to happen? What do you think happens when you combine can't afford to live, can't pay my bills, 
can't get a job, can't live the life that I want to anymore, can't afford food, can't hit, if you if you have a family or you want one, you can't afford that either. And uh, everywhere you go, everywhere, 24-7, you're going to be beaten over the head with cultural Marxism. You can't even watch sports, movies, television. You can't even do escapism anymore. You can't even play video games anymore because it's going to be there too. What do you think happens? I wonder. Do you think it goes well? Do you think do you think everything's just going to be super hunky dory? Everybody's just going to get along. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. There's there's really nothing to worry about. <laughs> and they, they who radicalized these people? It, it, it was 4chan, and it was it was the end of that damn internet. We got to censor the internet. No, it was you. It was you. It was you and your policies and your destruction of everything natural and good about our way of life that made life worth living. You're taking it away one piece at a time, strip mining it really for your own benefit. To uh, to the will of a bunch of uh, you know rich psychopathic maniacs that are hell bent on turning the world into their own private little plaything. That's what you did, and you're helping them. Take away the do it, ban the internet, ban it all, lock up everybody. Then you're just going to have the same problem, but then no one's going to even have any avenues to vent their frustration. Maybe they just drive a truck into a grocery store and it blows up. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do, but they're not going to be feeling too good. I don't know what's going to happen. Just keep it. Pedal to the metal, state. Let's go. Floor it. Let's gas this bitch. Let's just see what happens. Enact all your agenda. Do it all. $4 gas. 25% inflation. Fucking take kids away from their parents who want to homeschool them. Do it all. Let's just see what happens. I dare you. So it's going to be great. I promise. No brakes on this woke train. Let's just go. Let's get it over. I'm an accelerationist. Yes, I'm, I want you to do what you're doing faster. I want you to implement your woke nonsense faster. I want $3 gasoline. I want it. I want empty grocery stores. Do it. Take it all. Take it all. Do it. You think things are scary now? <laughs> oh, there'll be more violence. There'll be people yelling. People yelling will be the least of your problems. This fucking things, these things continue, and they will. I'm just going to be a ghost. For what? I'm just. 
That's my plan. I want to be a ghost and watch all this. Uh, Hailbilly's wife says, don't forget how unintelligent rural redneck backwoods hailbillies that farmers are, though. <laughs> I know. They got to go. We got to get rid of them. Stupid farmers. I remember the, the video I made about the, the Porta Peak massacre, of which, you know, that time the RCMP allowed the murders of 23 people, not 22, 23, because I'm not a psychopathic um, uh, maniac. I consider a pregnant woman and her baby. I consider the baby to be a human being uh, because, you know, the family does, too. You ever, you ever know a couple of people who have a pregnancy and then they lose the baby? They're quite devastated, almost like the death of a child, because that's exactly what it is. So not to be, I, I try not to be insens- an insensitive maniac and uh, pretend that that didn't, because, you know, that, that, that baby would have been born if uh, Gabriel Wharton hadn't shot the mother to death. But you know what? The RCMP were tired. They saw him, but they were scared. So they went home. They warned their own families. But they didn't, you know, it was just, it was a long day, you know, and your feet hurt. Like, I was standing, I was up for nine hours, guys. It was a long shift. I made a video about that, and uh, some of the, one of the, one of the people that were criticizing me were like, literally, because, because I was in Saskatchewan when I did it, not knowing, because, you know, like everyone is on Twitter and Facebook, they're all geniuses, and they all know so much. They know so much. We should just be giving out PhDs to everyone on Twitter, really. How many posts do you make a day? Like, oh, right, right on. That's the, that's the best. Especially if you have a cat picture in your, in your, uh, your bio thing, you're automatically a, a genius. Pronouns, genius tier automatically. Uh, Ukraine flag, two, two, two PhDs for you. Um, your vaccine status, double double PhDs. Anyway, they were like, uh, this was their, it was a cutting criticism. It affected me deeply. I was like, you know what? Geez, they might be right. That's, uh, that really makes me rethink uh, everything that I've said. And they said, uh, shut up, you stupid farmer. <laughs> that was their argument. Stupid farmer. Yes. Yes, there's nothing worse than the people that make the food. People that make food are useless. It's only the first job. Okay? Because you can't make water, really. See, let's, we just have a bunch of people in a... In, you're just bloop, dropped in the middle of the wilderness with nothing but the clothes on your back. What's the first thing? First thing people are going to do is try and find shelter or or construct some kind of place to, you know. But then what? Well, you're going to need food, aren't you? So that's literally the first thing you need to live is food. So, yeah. Stupid food-making retard. I go to Walgreens. I go to your superstore. I go to Walmart and I get my food there. Those are pizza pockets. Uh, that's not food. That's not food. McDonald's is not farming. That's not even food. That is ground up Chinese political prisoners from Hong Kong. Say I'm stupid, farmer. I am on Twitter. I take back everything I've said about Bill Gates. He's correct. Those people need to go. There is way too many stupid, useless uh, motherfuckers out there. Shut up! That one, there, one gone. That one's one gone. They gotta go. You, you've no, you have no purpose other than to consume filth. <laughs> think about. Oh my God! Did I just blow up my own? I did. I blew up my own microphone. Maybe. Maybe I didn't. Oh, I think we're good. 
there's there is people there are people out there and i use the word people loosely just so you know i'm talking about humans there they appear to be human but even then they don't really that are just grotesquely obese like like wow like jab of the hut like in 1980s they would be in the circus but now it's like ah oh, yeah you see three or four people like that a day their entire existence is Watching, consuming media, video games, television, sports, and then fueling that consumption existence with garbage, like KFC and McDonald's and whatever. So they consume physical garbage into their garbage body and then fill their garbage brain with garbage from the garbage TV box. And occasionally, or maybe perhaps uh, a lot of the time, they, they take uh, this garbage device and then they go on there and then they tell everyone else how stupid they are. It's amazing. Stupid farmer, man. <sighs> Did you see the new Batgirl movie? so good. Oh my god. These fucking Marvel movies never get any... They're so good. I can't wait for the new Star Wars 17,000 series. <sighs> Padme was so hot. I, I'm gonna, I hope they make a porn of that. Shut up, stupid farmer. I stand with Ukraine. Yeah, uh, Bill, if this is... Can we... Let's just make a trade. You spare me and you spare our people and I will help you destroy these. This has got to go. This is like a human sloth. It's like some kind of, it, it, it is Jabba the Hutt. It's Jabba the No, except Jabba the Hutt was a, you know, a powerful gangster. He at least ran an empire of crime. <laughs> See, you can watch Star Wars and not, you know, be that. But it, it tends, it tends to go that way if you do well. So maybe maybe it's best just to avoid it altogether. Okay, Roughneck says you're on fire tonight. I, I think I blew up my microphone. <laughs> hello? Hello? Did I? I think I did. I think I fucked it up. <laughs> I'm, needed, I'm in need of a new one anyway. It says a couple shekels to keep the fires burning. Cheers. Thanks, man. Satoshi, Satoshi Ape and Real Donald T says, is there a separatist out there willing to take on the UCP leadership challenge? I have no idea. You ask them. You go ask them. You ask them what they want to do. NYC bit says, the more intense your rant, the harder I imagine Top to be marching. Is this me praying? <laughs> he's he's motoring. He's already in uh, Thunder Bay, I believe. Or he's coming close. He's going to be in Thunder Bay on the 24th. So if you're in the Thunder Bay area, he will should be there in about five days. Yeah, I counted on my hand. 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. 18, wait. Six days. Five or six days. I went to Picto Academy. I It's a miracle I can read. Okay, don't don't judge me. Sergeant Barris is uh, gonna be exciting fucking times. We're we're living in we're living through some stuff for sure. <laughs> Brooker T says people with nothing left to lose lose it. I showed my neighbors the M zero money supply chart after she complained about gas prices. Three to four times today's prices are coming. Hungry apes kill. Yeah, three meals three three days. You don't eat for three days, you go crazy. That's a fact. When people don't eat for three days. Nine meals, right? You you lose your shit. You go from like, oh, there's a solution to maybe I could eat the neighbor. 
and you will eat your cats and your dogs. Like you'll, you'll do it. Um, you'll go crazy because hunger is the most powerful drive to survive. And it will make you do things that you never, you will kill people. You'll kill your, you'll do crazy shit to stay alive and to eat. And, uh, that's what we're doing. We're just going to starve everybody. Uh, food processing plants are, are just exploding and burning down and planes are crashing into them. And, you know, for some reason that I'm sure shouldn't alarm anyone, Bill Gates is the biggest farm land owner in the United States now. Just for some reason. His father was also a eugenicist. For some reason. I mean, it, I don't know if those are two things are related or not. I, I, I don't know. Hey, he, he's the guy that made computer programs. So he should make all the decisions about farms and health and medicine or something. I don't know. If the girl if the retarded girl with the pigtails was here, she'd she would back me up on this, I think, right? Uh BGB says, I want massive solar flare. Well, that could probably be arranged. Did I seriously blow this out? Does it sound different to you guys? It sounds different to me. It might have just uh it might have just I may have just had a stroke. That's totally possible. Um Father and mother eugenics. Oh, is it both? That's nice. So we hold it to more 2022. Oh, we're going to do it global this time. Uh, we're going to do it all the way. Sounds good. Yeah, it could be. It could be blown up. I don't know. I'll have to test this later. I'll have to uh, play it back later and see how it sounds. It's probably ruined. I don't know. Sergeant Bear says, I don't know what you're talking about. It's muted. How oh, very funny. Very funny indeed. What else was going on? Oh, yeah, that was the medical thing. I was already, uh, already kind of going on about. Uh, but, yeah, so you guys are just selfish, and that's why you won't. You won't give up your cars. This, so I mean, you know, it's it's celebrating top surgery for no. You had your fucking tits hacked off. It's not top surgery. It's cosmetic surgery. You wanted to look different, so you got someone to hack up your body so you'd look different. It's not any different than plastic surgery or having a nose job. But what does that matter when in Nova Scotia there's a surgical backlog of twenty six thousand three hundred people? Ah, what does that matter? Huh? Celebrate me. Celebrate me and my top surgery. I'm special. Celebrate how special I am. Uh, No, you're not special. You're fucked in the head. I don't care. I care about helping sick people. I care about the fact that there's a 26,300 person backlog for for a critical life-saging, you know, uh, uh, life-affirming surgery. They can't get it because we don't have enough doctors. And the doctors we do have are busy hacking up crazy people. That's... I find that to be a fucking problem. But, again, I'm just a crazy person. As of Friday, Nova Scotia Health said there were 26,300 Nova Scotians on wait lists for surgery. Oof. He says, uh, uh, Dr. Hirsch says, what's coming to the operating room, what's coming through the emergency room door, and what's coming into acute care beds is more advanced disease than usual. Also a strange puzzle. He's a cardiac surgeon and the medical director for the preoperative work, preoperative network at Nova Scotia Health. He said that's in part because patients were reticent to get care, but also because of overcrowded hospitals and a lack of staff. Guess we shouldn't have fired all those doctors and nurses, huh? <laughs> no, they were unvaccinated and they had to go. Had to happen. We had to get rid of them. Super important, you guys. 
Oh, that fucking shooting stuff. I don't want it. Oh, here's the violence. We might as well get to this. Is there a speech? Oh, I thought there was a... Uh... Oh, there's a full statement. We're going to go... We're gonna have to get the full statement here. Is there no video, audio? Hmm. I guess I'll just read it. <laughs> Condemning the violent behavior the NDP leader was subjected to. I call on all elected officials to publicly and forcefully speak out against the rise of this extremism. Hmm. So ang- people angrily um, shouting their dis- disapproval at an elected official in the street is now extremism. And the uh, police in Peterborough and the RCMP are investigating, by the way. That's, that's good. The city of Peterborough is better than this. We must all be better than this. You need to resign and fuck off forever. <laughs> Listen to this rhetoric on Tuesday, May 10th. Our city was the site of an ugly, unacceptable attack on the leader of the federal NDP. He came here to support the provincial party's local candidate, as is his right to do so. And he should have been able to do so free from harassment and intimidation. Um, no, bitch. No, you're an elected official and you are not free from public harassment. You are not free from criticism. You are not free from people expressing their displeasure at how bad of a fucking job you've done to which in the fact that you've destroyed their fucking lives. Maybe you should talk to these people and ask what their problem is rather than labeling them extremists. What are they, terrorists now? Did you even talk to a single fucking one of them? What could be their problem? Hey, my son died from your fucking medical policies. Hey, I lost my business. My wife left me. I want to kill myself because of the shit that you did. Who knows? Who knows what the reasons are because you won't ever ask them. They're just, they're just, they're just violent extremists. They're just violent extremists. No, bitch. You don't like it? You can't handle it? Then quit. It's that easy. You resign. You walk away like Cheeseburger Randy just did. The end. You think you... Oh, my God. You fucking gross, gross people. You think you can just... You want these high-paying jobs, these high-status jobs. You want to be mayor. You want to be premier. You want to be federal party. You want to do all of this. But you also think that you should be above reproach. You should be above criticism. You should be above harassment. You should be above anyone saying anything. You only want to be worshipped. That's it. And anyone that doesn't worship you, there's something wrong with you. You think it just started like this? Like everything was going fine and then all of a sudden there's an angry mob? Are, are you paying attention at all? This has, been, this has been progressing for years because of people like you, rich fucking assholes, shitting all over the working class people of this country and then ignoring them when they stick their hand up out of the muck you're trying to drown them in and go, excuse me, um, I don't I have a question. And then instead of answering your questions, they just throw bricks at you. <laughs> ah! Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm just trying to ask a question. Shut up, racist. There's, there's no place in this town for Nazis. I'm Jewish! I just don't want... Throw another brick, Johnson. <laughs> oh, God! Put him back in the mud. Drown him! 
there's no room for this kind of extremism in our society. What kind of fucking psycho are you? She's acting like acting like there was a mob of guys with golf clubs and baseball bats that just went to fucking town. As soon as he came out the door, oh, ding, right in the teeth, fucking chicklets flying all over the street, blood going everywhere. Oh, my God. Another one over the back of the head, and then it's just a mafia style, like in the movie Casino. It's just beating, just baseball bats in a cornfield, just ruthlessly beaten to death. Yeah, that's what violence actually is. That's actual violence. Violence is when you physically attack and harm someone. That's violence. Yelling, going, I fucking really don't like you. That's just people yelling and talking, which you're allowed to do in a free country. You crazy bitch. Oh. <laughs> we can't tolerate it in this town. This kind of extremism can't be put up with. You're gonna sit there and shut up. I'm the mayor! I'm beyond criticism and I'm beyond reproach! We won't tolerate you anymore! We've got camps for people like you. Fuck. Just get, just get to the point. Just accelerate. Let's go. Let's just... Can we just get to the end? Let's just get to the end. I'm tired of this this dry humping over the pants. Not All right, we get it. Like, can we, can we just... Let's go. Let's cut the shit. Let's just fucking get this over with already. Hey, they're pointing out what we're doing. They're accelerationists. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care. What are you going to do? Are you going to kill me? You're going to do it anyway. You fucking retards. It's not going <laughs> to... You're going to starve too, you idiots. You're going to be... You ever... Hey, I bet you'll eat cat litter and fucking dog food before it's over. I bet you will. How many cats do you think Tony has? You think Tony's got cats? I fucking guarantee he does. You're going to eat your fucking cats before it's over. Maybe not, because all the boosters and everything. You'll probably be dead before then. I hope not. I hope you live long enough to eat your own cats. And then say it was, it was, it was damn Nazis did this. So damn Nazis did this. BC Bigot says uh, BGB posted about more rifles to be added to the OIC list of prohibited firearms yet to be confirmed. They're, dude, consider them all banned. Anything you have, bury it now. Hide it now because they're all going to be banned. It's not one or two. It's not like, whoa, whoops, that should never have made it into the... Uh, that should never have been sold to the general public. That's an M249 machine gun. Whoopsie doozy. That should be. No. No. They use the verbiage and they phrase things in a certain way that you draw the connections, the Pavlov's, you know, all guns are bad. Get rid of all guns, but not for the state and not for the police and not for the people that are going to victimize you and force you into camps and force you into things you don't want to do and force you at gunpoint to take vaccines and give it to your kids and all that. No, no, it's not for them. It's, it's so you can't have any. So there can be no opposition. There are no good people in the history of the human race that have ever sought to disarm the public at large for good reasons. Never, ever, not one time. Not fucking once ever. And in light of the world we found ourselves in the last couple of years... They're willing to force and gaslight and lie 
and 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 coerce all these people into taking this in participating in this fucking medical experiment which we now know we, we've always known but now there's all the, the Pfizer uh, documents have been dumped there's 120 some thousand pages of just horror show after horror show and they knew about it and they're getting paid for it Fauci's getting kickbacks like fucking crazy you know they all are they're all making tons of money they all knew the risks they all knew what was going to happen they did it anyway and now those same people who are capable of an evil that large are also saying give us all of your guns yeah just Hmm. Having a problem with it. Whatever, man. That's what they want. That's what the people of this country want because they're fucking cowards. The vast majority of Canadians are cowards. They're weak, soft, pathetic people that don't deserve the country that they fucking stand on. It's just the truth. They think, you know, we we exist, we are, therefore, I deserve. Paid no regard to the sacrifices and the things that needed to be done to build, maintain, and, and perpetuate and, and, and pro project the country into the future. None of that matters. It's all about me, 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 now, now, now. Right now, me, me, me. They stood by and watched all of this happen. They hate speech laws that are coming. They watch. We've got political prisoners now. We've got cops beating up kids playing hockey. We've got cops breaking up children's basketball games. We're taking parents away from their kids because of their vaccination status. We're forcibly vaccinating children in state custody against the will of the parents. We're implementing uh, segregated society, vaccine passports. We've got a two-tier society where some people aren't quite as equal as the other animals on the farm, if you catch my drift, and so on and so on. And they watched it all, and not only did they not do anything, they fucking cheered it on. Look at this guy. I'm going to play a clip from you know DeSantis here in a minute, but look at this. DeSantis is talking about everyone fleeing uh, different parts of the U.S. To, to go live in Florida. A thousand people a day. This guy, Michael Tanton. Hmm. He's a film and TV professional. Says anyone who feels the need to flee, in air quotes, from Canada because some have invented tyranny and chooses Florida as their safe haven should burn their Canadian passport on the way out and never return. <laughs> who is Michael Tanton? Oh, well, in his description of his own profile, it says anti-maskers slash vaxxers should be vented into space. So they should all be killed, is what, he's, what he believes. Film and TV professional. Right on. So he lives in the Matrix of, of garbage. He's wearing uh, two glasses, two sets of glasses on his face, because as you do, as you do. You can go to tantonfilm.com and you know maybe contact him and let him know how you feel about it. That he thinks anyone that uh, doesn't agree with the current thing, and just in case you were wondering, yes, he does have a Ukrainian flag uh, emoji in his profile to show you how much he stands with the current thing. Tantonfilm.com. You can he's a resume there. You can contact him, and, and you know, why not? The, the, this is Canada. That's who these people are now. Anyone who doesn't think the way I should think 
They, they should just, they should just be fired into space and killed. Where's my hamburgers? It's my bra- oh, I've got two pairs of glasses on my head. Aren't I hilarious and creative and funny and witty and different? Please touch it. Please, somebody please touch my peep. I haven't had- I haven't had a woman in, since I was 19. I- I work on TV shows! I'm so proud of this country. So f fucking lovely and wonderful. Anyway, here. Well, I think it's a slap in the face uh, to everybody in South Florida that has experience with these Marxist dictators in our hemisphere. You have people who were driven out of the island of Cuba. You have people that will, that's so bad, the oppression there, that they would get on a raft and go 90 miles over shark-infested waters to be able to get to freedom. Uh, you have people whose entire livelihoods were taken from them. Their entire liberty were taken away from them. And then they've come uh, to here in South Florida. You've seen the same thing in what's happened with Venezuela. Used to be a very pro a prosperous country. Then Chavez and Maduro, now it's like a third world country, even though they have so many natural resources. You look at what's happened in Nicaragua. You look at what could happen in places like, like Colombia. Uh, so to equate Florida, which is viewed not only in our country, but even around the world as a beachhead of freedom, to equate that uh, with those regimes just shows that you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, and I think that it really does a disservice uh, to the oppression that so many people in Southern Florida have faced either firsthand or through members of their family. And there's a reason why people are pouring in to the state of Florida. There's a reason why we've led the country in net in migration. I'm not even asking anybody to come. You know, some governors beg people to come. I love the people we have here. I'm fine. But people are, they're fleeing a lot of these bad and not just fleeing other states they're fleeing from canada they're fleeing from other places to be able to come to the state of florida and so uh, i realize there may be some people in the state of florida uh not in my party but uh, some others politicians uh who have a soft spot for dictatorships like in cuba they have a soft spot for people like maduro and ortega and, and i just want people to know that uh I have contempt for those views uh, because those views do not represent the values of the state of Florida, but particularly the values of the people of South Florida. Based. <laughs> Fuck commies. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's how it should be. Um, and to that statement, you know, that's what, that's what Michael Tanton thinks. You should burn your passport and be vented into space. Anti-maskers slash vaskers, vaxxers, anti-maskers. How many masks do you think he wears? How many? Three? Do you think he? Do you think he did the triple masking? Have you ever? If Toronto was a if white Toronto man was a picture, I mean that's it. That is it. That is white Toronto liberal man personified. Right there. And you know what? He probably took that picture himself. Let's just take a quick perusal of his timeline here. Russia, Russia, current thing, Russia. Uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Ottawa occupation. He's very upset about the convoy. Oh, right. So current. He's a very much a current thing guy. Great. You know, they're all the fucking same. They're all the same. You have a Ukrainian flag in your profile. I know already know more about you than most people in your life. I could probably just rhyme it off because they're all the same. That doesn't mean anything just because I have a Ukrainian flag. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. Trans women are women. Yep. Okay. Check. BLM. Have you ever had a BLM filter? Yep. Of course you did. Check. George Floyd's a hero. Check. Greta Thunberg, climate change. I donated all my money to the Green Party. Yep. Check. Check. How many anti-Donald Trump tweets did you have? A whole book worth of them? I know you did. I know you did, buddy. Having, you know, owning firearms is a cope for having a small penis. Yeah, oh, I know. I heard that one a million times. Oh, you drive a Prius. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a you know, Honda Civic. Whatever. What else? Do, we, do you want to keep going? Huh? Your, your, your girlfriend's boyfriend's name is Lamar. Yeah, check. <laughs> Lamar is not a white guy name. <laughs> Fuck you, Tanton. Sounds like tampon. That's who you are, Michael Tampon. Um, you know, but not everybody is a retarded. Over here in Hungary, even the president of Hungary, Viktor Orban, warns the West is subjugating itself to suicide waves of decline. Says Europe has entered an era of dangers. Really. In a speech to mark him taking the oath of office, Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban warned the West is uh, in the depths of suicide waves, declined in the form of self-inflicted economic wounds, mass migration, and an obsession with identity politics. Yep. Because that's more important than anything. It's more important to have identity politics done correctly and make sure no one's feelings are hurt and support the current thing and pigtailed retards and you know, all of it. It's all very important. Doesn't matter how many homeless you have. Doesn't matter what the fentanyl... Don't even talk about the fentanyl crisis. Don't even talk about more people are dying and overdosing from illicit street drugs, which are more powerful and deadly than at any time in history. A fucking microgram of fentanyl can kill your ass. You know what a microgram is? It's like the size of a... It's like a grain of salt. That's how much fentanyl can kill... You just touch it, you die. You can absorb it through your skin. You're dead. You're dead. There's so much... And it's killing people like fucking crazy all over the country. No one cares. No one's talking about it because it's not the current thing and TV didn't tell you to be fucking upset about it. Why? Probably because the Chinese gangsters and government that's shipping it in here is totally in bed with our own fucking government and they're all making money on it together saying, ha, 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 I don't care. Support the current thing. Pigtail girl's coming. Give me more money. The sky's angry. Let's go. Send your children to go die in Ukraine. I don't know. Israel's, we gotta, I don't know. Just send them to die already and give me money. I'm a rich person. I'm a politician. Don't you understand? I'm better than you. I have a blue check mark. I drive a Lexus, you fucking peasant. I have a butler. I have my children go to a private school. And I'm untouchable. They just read what they're told to read. Their entire world is elections, support poll. They, they do polling, right? This is what, how they do things. 
They'll do a poll on a topic and see how most people respond. And most people respond via the way they're conditioned to respond by the media. Not necessarily how they may actually believe or think or doesn't matter what's right or wrong. They're going to respond by how they've been conditioned by their, by their sensory inputs, the TV, their phones, their friends, mass media, uh, celebrity culture, whatever. So the politicians do the polls and the polls say everybody wants this. So then they go, okay. And then they go out and they tell the people that's what they're going to give them. They tell them what they want to hear so they get fucking elected so they can make more money for themselves. That's the entire game. They have no fucking interest in you or your family or the civilization in which we've inherited or the fucking future of our people. Nothing. Not at all. Doesn't even cross their fucking minds. They're worried about themselves. They're worried about today, tomorrow, and maybe next week when they can get promotion and when their wife is out of town so they can fuck their secretary right pp right small pp i heard a story doesn't matter they're they're all they're all completely self-obsessed instead of we're polling i don't need a poll to tell me what's right and what's wrong i know the difference between right and wrong i don't give a flying fuck because i've read books they're genius and I know oftentimes the mob and the majority can be not just wrong, but homicidally, genocidally wrong. You know, like the Salem witch trials or, you know, the, the, the Spanish Inquisition or something or the many other genocides in history or any other time people just generally went fucking crazy and started killing everybody because everybody agreed with it. Because that's what, well, the poll, the polls say all of the gypsies should be liquidated in Auschwitz. Polls suggest that that's what people, I don't fucking care what your polls say. That's fucked. What you're doing is wrong and I don't give a shit who has a problem with that. And I'm going to stick to that because if we're going to sacrifice everything that, that matter, we're, we're just going to do what everybody, <laughs> we're just going to do what TV is telling us now, are we? Oh, well. Polls suggest that, uh, you know, everybody should be trans. If you're not teaching your children about cutting their dicks off and taking hormone therapy, well, you're probably an abusive parent. Polls, polls suggest. Polls suggest most Canadians favor war with the Russian Federation. Well, therefore, it must be a fucking good idea. Because as we know, the polls and the majority are always right. They're always right. Every single time. Every time. It's not like, you know, in history where it was a small, tireless minority of people that brought about change. Oh, you know, like the fucking uh, Renaissance, for example. Or the American Revolution. No, it's always because the majority, you know, the American Revolution, when 98% of the country agreed to fight the British Empire. You know that, right? No, that is not what fucking happened at all. And you know how many people fought the British Empire? Like, less than 3% of the population, even. 97% of them did nothing, just... Uh, the majority is always right. Always. Mob rule. That's what it, that's what we want. That's what we want. Our democracy. Democracy is fucked. The idea that you have 100 people in a room and 51 say, I think we should kill the other 49 people. And the other 49 people are supposed to go, well, I guess that's it. The mob has spoken. What if the mob is insane? What if the mob's decision-making and its ideas are, are criminal even? Well, that's what they voted for. That's what it said. Get the fuck out of here. If you don't have a moral fucking uh, foundation 
if it isn't based in what's right and wrong, everything else that you do stemming from a rotten core foundation is going to be horrible and evil because it's not based on what's right and wrong. It's not based on the mutual good. It's not based on pursuing a betterment of your life or anyone else's. It's based on what you want to do. It's based on me and now and me and polls suggest. And my CV, my favorite TV celebrity said this. So that's what I think now because I want to be like them. That's why I like sports ball. That's why I have a professional football jersey with Tom Brady's name on the on my back. Like he owns me. Like I'm his bitch. I'll suck your dick, Tom Brady. I'm your property. I'm walking around with your name on my body. <laughs> sports ball. Polls suggest the vast majority of Americans favor invading iraq you remember that i do polls suggested it i remember the polls and the polls suggested the majority of americans favored the idea of invading iraq and what did that turn out to be a huge catastrophic fucking mistake that claimed the lives of thousands and thousands and thousands of professional soldiers and servicemen and millions of lives of iraqi civilians based on a complete and total fucking lie that we now know. But that was the before time. This is now. And I'm right because I'm the majority and we're always right. That's just how it is. Didn't you, didn't you see, Philip, didn't you? Billy Bob, back me up here. Polls suggest. Polls suggest. All right. Polls fucking suggest. Why don't you just sit down, you racist truck driving, Confederate wannabe, Ku Klux Klan having... Uh, black guy hunting, killing, baby strangling, neo-Nazi having fucking Joseph Mengele wannabe psycho. Polls suggest. I'm glad we I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we killed all those people. Paul suggested it. It was a good idea. Paul suggests Palestine was never a place and everyone that lives there should be massacred. Paul suggests. Centarian says, send it. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. You guys are... Thanks, man. Full draw says, hey, oh. Oh, my God. You gotta, you gotta watch this. 
I don't know what it is. I can't click it. I don't. I can't do the links, or I'm gonna get flooded with them, and they're gonna be. It's, it's gonna be gay porn. It. it I'll have to look at it later. Ben Rosteski. I said I'm going with the first one. The only time I've ever felt any faith in the Canadian people was during the Freedom Convoy. What happened there was so ugly. I could puke through my nose. I can barely look at people anymore. We need hope again. It was, and it was like it was simultaneously. Um, reaffirmation that there is still a lot of good people that that live here and, and understand what's going on. And also it was kind of like a Viking funeral in a lot of ways. Cause it's like, um, they, they are going to use violence. And this is why I'm going to be careful how I say this, but I'm going to fucking say it because it's fucking true. The left always wins because they are willing to use violence. There. That's a fact. Because they are, and they do. That's just, that's the reality. That's where you're at. Take that statement however you will. If you've got one side who is willing to do anything to win versus another side who is worried about harsh language, and can you please not swear so much? You're you're not only going to lose, you're going to get run the fuck over. They're out there. They'll kill people and they do. You can be someone. Let's be let's let's say you're 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 Seth Rich. And he sees the yes. No, I'm sorry, Tony. Seth Rich was a real guy. I know you're not going to write an anti-heretical about him. who is very aware of the corruption going on inside the Democratic National Committee during an election cycle, steals, copy-pastes, whatever, a whole pile of all Hill Dog's emails, and then he delivers them to WikiLeaks, who then publishes them, which then became known as the Podesta emails. You know... worth of hot dogs in the White House for the president and saying, I don't know if this is a prudent place to have a hot dog party, Mr. President. Perhaps we should. No, we insist we have the hot dog party in the White House. $35,000 worth of hot. Those children will be in the hot tub when I arrive. You know, that that stuff. You remember that? Anyway, uh, Seth Rich was shot in the back and killed in broad daylight. And uh, that was it. And the family hired a private investigator, and uh, he was shot and killed as well. And that and that was the end of that. They're willing to do that. So when everyone's going around, you know, you know, hashtag God wins, you know, like I'm not trying to disparage your religion or the idea of God or whatever, but my own personal understanding of it is like that's just like a that's just a judge, like. What happens here in the physical world isn't his or their or whatever God is. It's not there. Like, I'm just I'm just seeing what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to see how much of a piece of shit you are or how good of a person you could be. And that's it. I'm not interfering in any of this. Why? You're all on a limited timeline anyway. You're only here for a short time, and then you're going back in the box, so to speak. I'll see you when you get there. Nothing that goes on here is, is really, uh, you know... Let it let it be. Let it go however it's going to go. And uh, they win every time because they do what they got to do to win. 
and everyone sits around and hopes, hey, maybe somehow, some way, something, some kind of magical Skyman will come and sort it up. No, no, that's not what happens. The people that play to win, win. And the people that make excuses, lose. It's as simple as that. Uh, Rumble people. So yeah, and, and the point of that was you had... And, and Trucking for Freedom is that... Yeah, I did confirm. That is that documentary. I, I spent a little bit of time with those guys. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. I saw the first episode. Excellent. Trucking for Freedom. Uh, there's a first episode of their documentary series. It's incredibly well made. It's Canadian. It's it's excellent. It's, per, it's well... You're going you're gonna to love it. Three weeks or so of this, you know, it was a, it was a protest. If anything that was happening was illegal, the police would have done something about it. They were there everywhere. They were walking around in packs of 30 all over the place. And they had to go as far as declare war and invoke the Emergency War Measures Act on my imagination, which is what they used as one of maybe perhaps the only primary scapegoats to get this passed. So they would be so they so the, the the state's police forces would have the power to do what they did because until they did that they didn't. What is your justification for going in there and violently clearing out a bunch of peaceful demonstrators? They didn't have one, so they fucking invented one and they went that far and they used violence. They used violence against you. That's what they did. They didn't ask people to leave. They hit them with clubs. They pepper sprayed them. They hit them with rubber bullets. They trampled them with horses. They beat them with guns. They threw them to the ground. They dragged them around. They arrested them. They threw them in cars and arrested. They used violence. Period. And they're all gone. The end. Do you see what I'm saying? Like read between the lines here. What happens when you show up to a confrontation? Because let me put it this way: picture it like this. Picture you're in a you're in a like a tribe in the woods or something, right? There's twenty of you, and there's two main there's two main uh, guys who are like kind of jockeying for for like being like chieftain essentially like one of these people is going to be calling the shots but these guys are kind of button heads and one guy says oh i'm going to debate you and i'm gonna you know this and that and everyone's like yeah i'd like to see that and then the other guy goes that's nice and he hits him over the head with a rock and kills him and then turns to the rest and goes anyone else and everyone goes no he's now in charge the end Skyman is not going to resurrect dead rock domed in the head guy. There's not going to be, you know, a happy ending. It just is. He lost <laughs> because that's how the world works. That's how real life works. How do you think problems get solved? How did how did the how did the Civil War of America get get how did that how did that get solved? I think it was was it a game of checkers? Was it what what happened there? Unfortunately, this is the, our world is we're going into violence. There's no other way around that. 
Whether I'm here or not, whether people are fucking saying things or not, it's going to happen because you're imposing economic hardships on people. You're making their lives miserable. You're fucking with them. Uh, you're not even giving them the time of day to acknowledge their pain, their suffering. You won't talk to them. You won't help them. You won't compromise with them. And then when they very, I mean, they just try and protest, you, you beat them. It's only a matter of time before most of the people understand that they, you, you're not interested in talking. What happens when one side's not interested in talking? And let's let's finish this scenario. Let's woodsman tribe tribalistic Negan scenario essentially, right? He's got a I got Lucille. Lucille is thirsty. And he's just braining people over the head with bats whenever he wants. And he's a maniac. He's a dictator. Right? Essentially, no one likes him. Like, man, I wish other guy had won instead of this crazy guy, because now we're living like this. And he owns all the women and he's crazy and everything, right? Eventually, sooner or later, someone will realize we're just gonna have to get rid of this guy. What are you gonna have an election? You're gonna bring him a you're gonna bring him a petition? You're gonna bring Negan a petition? Uh sorry, uh Negan, sir. What is it? Uh just I got some notes here from the fellas and uh well, you know, as you can see, we've got some signatures and uh, we're really we're really not too happy with uh with how things are are you fucking kidding me? I, I just, I just, you know, we would really, we'd really appreciate it if you, if you could. Bunk. Another one. <laughs> you, you know, what are people to do when you don't listen to reason? When you don't listen to, when you don't have debates, when you don't have a two-way conversation, when you don't entertain. Or at least listen to what the fuck. They didn't even come out to ask what the problem was for weeks. And they did it because they knew what the problem was. And it wasn't a problem they were willing to compromise on. Because they don't work for you. The government of this country, all branches, all parties, do not work for you, the people of Canada. They work for their masters. They work for their corporate masters who paid for everything that they have. They paid for their elections. They paid for their campaign staff. They paid for their training. They paid for their indoctrination at these at these you know wonderful little globalist camps to go to. They pay for their PR campaigns. They fucking own these people. They don't work for you. They're more afraid of of the Klaus Schwabs and and the people like this of the world than they are of the fucking people of Peterborough, Ontario. Who the fuck are you? What is Peterborough, Ontario gonna do? What are, what are the Warburgs, the DuPonts going to do? They'll kill me. Right? There's no accountability, and people, the, the, the elected leadership, they don't care. They're not, they're, there's no, why would they? Just logically. I mean, if there's no consequences to anything they do to you, why would they ever care what they do to you? The worst case scenario, the absolute worst thing that's ever going to happen to these people, no matter what they do, is that... They'll have to resign and then they'll just get a different job that probably pays even more money somewhere else for being a loyal soldier of the empire, right? Nothing bad happens to them ever. And we're not talking about like a mismanaged infrastructure project. We're talking about millions and millions of deaths. 
Maybe more. Maybe billions. We're go- are we going to have World War III because of these incompetent retards? Are we going to get $4 gasoline? How bad are the food shortages going to get? How, how, how bad does it need to get? Like, how, how much death is going to be... Co- how many people died waiting for surgery, waiting for doctors, waiting for diagnoses, waiting, waiting for... All, because they made cuts and they made decisions which directly, in, which directly resulted in deaths. You have A... Some kind of politician saying, no, no one can go into the long-term care homes because of these, the, the, the science says, so no, you're not allowed. No one goes in, no one goes out. Which we now know was complete nonsense, never needed to. And then you have someone's family members who starve themselves to, this is a real thing, starve themselves to death rather than live like this because they couldn't even see their own family. And it was, it was two weeks, it's two months, it's two, and maybe it's forever, we don't know. Is it fair to say that that decision maker caused the death of this person? I would say yes. How many How many of those is there? How many suicides? How many drug overdoses? How many? There was a, a, a span of time. I don't know if he's in here. Uh, Merck, uh, he worked for the city in Saskatoon. There was just people jumping off the bridge. There's a bunch of bridges downtown in Saskatoon over the, over the river there. People were just jumping off the bridge onto the ice and killing themselves every week. Who answers for this? It's no one's fault. It's just, mm. and you see, if you do anything as, you know, the peasant class, fuck, if you drive too fast, if you don't stop quick enough at a stop sign, there is a penalty. That'll be $150, failure to stop at a stop sign. But they can direct, they can have people killed through their negligence, and it's nobody's fault. Yeah. You're going to be charged and 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 have your life turned upside down for hate speech, for mean police are contacting people for mean tweets. I talked to a guy the other day who tweeted mean things at the prime minister and the RCMP came to his fucking house. The prime minister can can let our citizens be beheaded by Islamic terrorists in the Philippines. Let it happen. Refuse to let the military, the counter-terrorist units, the tier one special forces units that we have do their jobs, do that thing, save our city. He refused to let that, just let them die. There is no consequences. They can breach ethics uh, you know, standards over and over and over again. No consequences. They can be caught funneling money to their own families in the weed charity scandal. Oh, here, mommy, have a half a million dollars. No consequences. Did you not stop at that stop sign? I'm sorry, were, were, were you protesting on a street at night? Straight to jail, right away. Straight to jail, right away. Do you, do you not see how this works? The rules are different. If you're part of the machine control system, you're part of the, the ruling class, you can do pretty much whatever you want. But if you're one of us, nah, that's different. It's different then. You're a peasant slave, and you need to fall in line and do what you're told. So when you see these people arguing, we're just going to get the limbs out. I, I support small peepee. Small peepee is going to get the limbs out. Oh, small peepee. Do you know how much money it costs to run for the conservative party leadership? 
It's like half a million dollars. Do you have half a million dollars? I don't have half a million dollars. Does anyone in this chat have half a million dollars just laying around to just run? Not even buy a leadership to just to run. And there's like 12 of them. Some of them got dismissed because, well, they were wrong thinking people. And guess what? You don't even get your money back. And we're the same, and they're going to travel the country. These people are going to travel the country and go around a country that is in dire straits. People are suffering more than at any time in, in, in my lifetime. $2 a liter for gas? How much is bread and milk now? And these motherfuckers have the audacity to ask you for money. This is fundraising. Donate to the Conservative Party of Canada now and help get the libs out. Are you out of your fucking mind? We can't, we can barely feed our children. And you, Mr. I've got half a mill laying around to LARP as a fucking pretend leader. I'm going to pretend to, I'm going to do pro wrestling. I'm going to argue back and forth with a guy. We agree on all the same things. We agree on mass migration. We agree on the climate tax. We agree on the Paris Accords. We all signed them. We agree on the UN Migrant Compact. We agreed on the gun confiscation. We agree on the war in Ukraine. We, we agree on everything that matters and, and really has an impact. But he's got a red tie. I've got a blue tie. There's some sick burns. And we're going to like pretend to fight over really cosmetic surface level things that in the end aren't going to make any fucking difference at all. And as I do that, I'm going to draw a salary of hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm going to get paid by corporations. I'm going to get paid by billionaires. I'm going to go to these conferences and these forums. And I'm going to get hush under the table money. And then, and then when I need even more money to fucking advance my career as a chief level puppet for the machine i'm not even gonna spend my own money i'm gonna spend your money i'm gonna come to your town and i'm gonna ask you for your money that i can spend to make myself richer so i can do more things that make you poorer and more fucked than ever that's how politics works vote for small peepee just get the libs out <laughs> They're laughing all the way to the bank, man. They don't care about you. They don't care about any of us. Are you kidding me? It's lip service. One of these motherfuckers, and this guy's popular too, and I'm not going to say his name just yet. I was at a veterans fundraiser dinner, and there were some speeches. One of the guys was talking. It was a pretty, um, you know, everyone was, everyone was, was watching this guy talk because it was a very personal and heartfelt speech he was giving, except one person that Morgan and I both noticed just because of where we were sitting and he was behind everyone else and everyone in the room is, is watching the speaker and he's to my left and across the room is this politician. And you know what he was doing the entire time this guy was giving this, this moving speech about his life? He was doing this. He was texting on his phone the entire time. See, so he came to, came to a veteran's dinner for votes. He doesn't care. 
couldn't even be bothered to fucking listen to the man talk about his life experience where he nearly kills himself in service of the country. But you know what's more important than that? I'm sorry, I'm campaigning right now. I, I don't have I don't have five minutes. I need to I need to text on my phone. Right on, man. Oh, hey, and you should give that give these people more money so they can send them into their, you know, their their big uh you know, legacy political party machine so that they can then collude with people like Schwab, like Gates, and come up with ways to fuck you over and make them all richer themselves. And, uh, you know, who really cares about the little person? They don't. That one, that's all I needed to know about that guy. I I saw that and I went, Roger that. Look where you are. Look look where you are and what you're doing and what's happening. You're in a veterans fundraiser for a veterans movement filled with veterans, and one of the top guys is talking and, and, and speaking about something pretty, and you're just texting away. Almost like your head is uh, somewhere else. Like your head is thinking about you and me and I, and how do I and me and me and I Get what I want, like every other fucking career politician I've ever met. Almost, almost all, 99% of them. And I went, you're just like everybody else. This is just your shtick. This is just your shtick your to, this is where, this is the way you think you can climb the ladder to the next position, to the next paycheck, and the next payday, and the next fucking podium, and on and on and on and on we go. That's how we get out of this problem. That's how we fix things. By doing more of the same. Doing more of the same shit we've always done. Just get the libs out. Just get the cons out. Just get the libs out. Just get the... Let's just keep doing the same things we've been doing for 30, 40, 50 fucking years that has made everything worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And somehow, for some reason, out of the blue, hey, it'll, it'll, you know... It'll just be different this time for some reason. (sighs) Rumble PBC says, speaking of Twitter, when someone mocks me, I check out their bio, as is most people do. And if I see a uh, Ukraine flag, the BLM fist, uh, rainbow flag, triple vax, you know, needles, then I know I'm dealing with an NPC or so. Yes, they're not real. And it's, I think the Twitter bot count is, was it 40%? 30, 40% of all Twitter are not even human beings. Wait till that gets out. That, that platform's finished. It's over. Elon's probably not even going to buy it. Everybody's arguing in the chat over who the politician was. Some of you are right and some of you are wrong. I'm not going to say just yet. But uh, I was not impressed. I'll put it that way. That was unforgivable. I'm like, wow, man. If I, if I had done that at work, right, I, just another guy in the army, like, I know this guy, like, if I had done that, if any, any other soldier had done that, where you would think if anyone has the, has the, the time to like, ah, I'm just going to time out here and fuck with my phone. At least it's somebody who's had the same kind of life experience. No one else in that fucking room was doing that. If I had done that at work back in the day, I would have been, I would have been, the CQ or the sergeant major would have quietly come around the back of the room like fucking Terminator 
and just tapped me on the shoulder and said, come with me. And then I would have left the room and then I would have got the biggest ass chewing in my fucking life. And I probably been working every weekend uh, for two months after that as a punishment for showing that kind of disrespect to someone like that. I would have been absolutely thrown through the fucking into the deep fryer for that one. But hey, he's got a suit on. He's a politician. He's got our back, bro. We gotta get the libs out. Yeah. Okay. Buy Seeds says, big thanks to Platt Army, Dagalon, James Top, Vets for Freedom, Bigots, Bigots, Truckers, and Bikers who went to Ottawa. You all gave me Hope Canada Day. It will be epic this year. Celebrate now while we can. Uh, you say it all so well. What thousands of us are thinking and feeling. Polls, polls suggest Dagalon rules. We could do a poll. Yeah. KMKP. Are you Kyle Kemper? Buddy, we got stuff to talk about. <laughs> says, you are Maximus. Command the army. Restore the Republic. We'll follow you. No, no. Don't you dare. Fit. They're hunting me like a... No, no Fed posting. <laughs> I'm already, I don't, there is, there's no army. There's no, uh, you're just going to have to let it burn down and then hope that uh, once they've all destroyed themselves. What's, what's the thing about chaos? You got to wait, man. You have to wait until it's really bad, really, really bad. And I mean, whatever you're thinking is bad. I mean, way worse than that. The degrees of how bad it can get for most of us in the Western world who are, you know, spoiled and pampered and it, you know, oh, I bet when it's $2 of gasoline. No, I mean, when people are like thinking of, you know, I've got four kids, but if I kill one of them, then I'll have enough food to feed the other three. And that way, three of my four children can survive. That's how bad it has to get. It has to get that bad because when things go this sideways where there's like governments overthrown and shit in the past, that's how bad it gets. People are like losing their children and family members to starvation, uh, violence, and fucking, you know, things are just basically desperate and insane. And we'll get there. We'll get there with these people at the helm. Absolutely, everything will continue to get much, much worse. Um, but that's that's when in, the, in that environment of, of chaotic... Uh, it's like a tinderbox. Anything can happen then. And uh, I probably won't be alive for that, <laughs> to be honest. I hope not. Berta Boy says, I agree, but the system allows them to get away with violence without punishment. That's right. It's the casino, man. We live in, we're in a giant casino. We're in a great big casino. And most of us are just people that play at the casino. We, we sit at the machines and we pull the levers and we hope today is going to be our lucky day. Maybe we're going to catch a break, but really, probably not. Mo- almost none of you ever do. Every once in a while, somebody does. And that g- gives you hope. Hey, that person got out. That person, hey, you know, maybe. And then some people go, hey, I'll work for the casino. I'll be the floor manager. I'll be security, maybe. Because we're all still in the casino anyway, but at least you're making money. You're not losing money as much as you would have been. And then there's some people who are even so naive that they think, hey, I'm going to work for the casino to change the casino. I'm going to work my way up to the top of the casino, and then I'm going to run this casino the right way, and it's going to be fair, and everyone's going to have a chance and all that. And then maybe they succeed, and they get so high they get to be floor manager, and then and then they get to be like the fucking, they're, then they're managing whole shifts, and then they're like, fuck, I'm one of the assistant. I'm like basically running this casino. And then they're in line to, to be the manager of the whole fucking casino. And then they find out that the casino has owners. And the owners are the mafia. 
and you say, hey, I, yeah, I want to be owner. I want to manage the casino. And they say, oh, yeah, you do, huh? Yeah, and I was thinking, I'm, I'm going to change things. Like, I don't, you know, everything's crooked and rigged, and it's not fair. And, you know, like, oh, you're going you're gonna to fucking change the casino, huh? Is that what you're going to do? Hey, Louie, Donnie, get a load of this guy. Hey, oh, he's going to change the casino. Look at that. Oh, you're killing your brain. You're breaking my fucking heart here with this. Oh, you're going to go ahead. No, no, tell me tell me a story. Come on. Uh, you know, I just, it'd be more fair. It'd be, oh, it'd be fair. Yeah. Here's what's fucking fair to you, you stupid mook. All right? You're going to run the casino the same way it's always been run. You got a bullet in your head. Or you can go right back down there and you can go fucking pull the levers like every other smock on the floor, all right? Oh, but I thought, oh, you thought? Is you thought how this works? There, you can't change the casino. It has owners, man. And if we just get the libs out, yeah. And then that person's going to sit down in the chair and you know what else happens? Uh, sir, you've got a call. Oh, yeah, who is this? Your owners. Guess what? Mass migration, let's go. Or else... But I don't want to ban the guns. That's nice. Here's a picture of your children going to school. What does that mean? You know what it means. Ban the guns. Uh, I mean, how do you think... Do you think these people just get in power and then they just flip-flop for no reason? Like, you know what? Now that I finally made... Now that I finally become president of the United States... I'm going to just not do any of the things I've said I've wanted to do for 10 straight years. I'm not going to do any of them. I'm just going to do the same shit we've always been doing for no reason. Almost like I'm not really fucking in charge and somebody else is and I'm at best an assistant. And I did the math and it's like, well, I can stay where I am, still president and be alive and not be ruined. Maybe they don't even kill you. Maybe they just ruin you. Maybe they got dirt on you. You know? Hey, remember that time you went to fucking Atlantic City? Yeah, you remember that broad? Yeah, your, your wife's not going to like that too much. Neither are your kids. You, know, you shut your fucking mouth or that tape's going to hit the internet. You understand? Madison Cawthorn, right? You think they don't have shit on people? Of course they do. You don't get up that way unless you ha they have shit on you. You can change. It doesn't even matter who the leader is. We've been marching. It, it's like changing. You're just changing the driver of the bus or the driver of the train. And, and Owen's like, why the hell can't we change direction? We keep driving. You know, it, the sign keeps saying communism, 60 miles out, 50 miles out, 40. Why are, why are we not turning around? Everybody we elect says we're going to turn around. They don't. They just sit there because the fucking bus and the train are on autopilot. Someone else is driving it. This is pretend. This is pretend theater so the peasants think they have some kind of control over what's going on when they don't. They don't at all. It's an illusion. There hasn't been real choices for political leaders in quite some time in the Western world. And uh, the last two years has proven it. Because everywhere you go, in every country, if you're in Germany, you're in Italy, you're in Spain, you're in the United Kingdom, you're in Sweden, you're in Finland, you're in Norway, you're in Ireland, you're in, you're, in, you're in fucking Australia, you're in New Zealand, the United States, you're in Canada. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what's different about any of these places? Nothing. Mass migration, check. Gun control, check. Hate speech laws, check. Internet control, check. Digital ID, check. Segregation, vaccine passports, vaccine mandates, check, check, check. 
Checkity, checkity, check, check, check. All these places all at once, all at the same time, just out of the blue, all of a sudden just decided, hey, you know what would be cool? Let's all run our countries exactly the same way some reason, even despite our language, cultural differences, our cultural barriers, our, our different histories, our different belief systems, it doesn't matter. We're all going to do the same shit all at the same time in lockstep. It's a coincidence. There's no central leadership. You know, old time, you know, people think that we still have countries. We don't. You know, that's like thinking your province or your state it defines its own destiny. Yeah, it doesn't. That's like, say you live in PEI. Well, Canada can do it at once, but this is PEI. Uh, no, you are a subject to the greater control network that is Ottawa, Canada. Ottawa decides what happens in PEI, actually. And just like that, that one too, Canada does not control its own destiny. Canada is property of a bigger organism. Someone else decides what goes on here. And every other country. The United States is the last one barely hanging on. You've got some dissenting states that are like, I'm not doing any of this shit. And trust me, they've got a plan for that too. And you know what? Um, Buy Seeds brought up the Canada Day thing. They really, really wanted and hoped for some kind of excuse. And they, they acted as though there was an excuse of violence anyway to enact the EMA and do everything they did. Nothing happened. Now they're kind of fucked. I have a very strong suspicion based on not nothing, some things I've seen and that I've heard that something fucky is going to happen on Canada Day around that time. In the vein of, you know, how the FBI tricked and, and coerced a bunch of people into coming to Washington on January 6th and then kind of like hemmed them and herded them into doing a certain thing and then acted like, you know, all oh, these terrorists when in the FBI, you know, quarterback the whole fucking thing. I'm getting those kinds of vibes right now from some of the things being talked about in certain circles. I'm getting a real fetty, glowy kind of something's gonna go down kind of vibe. And when you ask questions about it, they go, oh, you're just gonna have to wait and see. Who's running this again? Oh, you know, somebody, wink. No, no, no. So here's my advice. If you're around anybody talking about, be very, very, very fucking careful about what you say around people like that who are suggesting some pretty fantastical ideas. Pay very close attention to what they're doing and pay even closer attention to what you're saying and doing. Because there's a very vest, strongly vested interest by the government of this country to make something happen because they are up against it now. They're getting grilled right now. There's committees right now trying to figure out what in the fuck is going on here. Are you just, you just attack a bunch of people for no reason? Oh, no, seriously, there's terrorists out there. You got to believe this, man. You got to, you got to. These people are playing for keeps, man. And like I said, this isn't this isn't going to come down to, to. It's not Canada's decision. These decisions could be made from somewhere else. They're willing to go all the way. They're willing to do crazy shit. And when their backs are up against and, and things look like they're starting to unravel, that's when things get real crazy. 
So I don't know. I'm not saying anything's going to happen, but I have a feeling and I don't like what I'm hearing from certain places and certain people. And when you combine that with the wall that the state is up against and the things they're saying and the things they're doing, it would really fix a lot of their problems, wouldn't it? All the, the controversy over the EMA and the trucker convoy, that would all just go away because in light of the new crisis, the old crisis doesn't matter anymore. If anything, they were justified in their behavior in the old crisis because look at the new crisis and how much worse this one is. Thank you, CSIS. Great job. Great job you did there. Or whoever else you're going to outsource to or work with. Or maybe unbeknownst to you because you guys aren't particularly good at what the fuck you do. It turns out. So would you even know? Would you even know if there was an outsourced, contracted, uh, you know, spook agency involved in running some kind of operation? Would you even fucking know? Do you have any fucking clue what's going on? Because last time I checked... You're chasing around this goat figurine thinking he's a real problem. This is a, Philip, you're a real problem. You're an existential threat to the country. Did you know that? That's what CSIS thinks because they're on the ball. They're the top. They're the Canadian Security and Intelligence Service. They're the CIA. They fucking don't miss things, Phil. Uh, Brooker T says, I saw the same thing at the V for F dinner, uh, and the totally not the mob people sitting with him. Mm. If we're talking with the same guy, but I know what you mean. Dirtbag welder says, wow, that's horrible. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Rumble PPC says the following makes my blood boil. Employers are, or pro vaxxers who kept pushing the jabs won't care if we painfully die or get horrifically injured. They'll just shrug and say it could have been worse. It's all, it could have been worse. It would have been so much worse if I wasn't triple vexed. I'm doing great, kid. You had a heart attack. You're 37. You're a marathon runner. It would have been so much worse if I didn't get the four vaccines. Okay. All right. Drops of sense. What's going on, man? How are you? Thank you for that. It says, uh, bare democracy is nothing great. The word free comes before the word democratic. In the 1982 Constitution Act, for what little that is worth these days, lots of tyrants in the world history have been elected by one form of election or another. Yep. BGB says, today I heard a story of a CF reservist named Private Connor James Beck who collapsed on a... We, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Collapsed on a rucksack march. I'll post the story. Draw your own conclusions. Yeah, he died. Wonder what happened. If it just saves even one life. What if it kills two lives? It saved one life, but it killed two. That's a net that's a net loss, isn't it? The YouTube chat is just <laughs> You guys are all going on lists. <laughs> I'm going back to entropy. You guys are scary. <laughs> are you not entertained? Are you not? It could have been so much worse. I skipped so much other stuff, but, you know, I'm going to quickly go through this and see if I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this. Monkeypox now, guys. Under investigation in Canada as outbreak spreads in Europe and the U.S. There's another outbreak. Uh, 
Monkeypox now. Uh huh. It's weird. I've heard about this from somewhere. Somebody's talking about some kind of next outbreak, pandemic, smallpox, pox kind of thing. I don't know who it was or what it came from. It's almost like Luke O'Reilly published it on 4th of November of Bill Gates warning of a smallpox attack and urges leaders to use germ games to prepare, which is what they're doing right now. Um, from May 18th yesterday, or well, today really, before I started, uh, G7 health ministers to take part in pandemic exercise in Germany, simulating a fast-spreading and dangerous outbreak of a smallpox virus. Weird. It's probably nothing. Probably not like, uh, what was the other one they did? Event 201? (laughs) Don't worry about it. And just so you go, just just to wrap, just to just to you know, we're gonna circle back and, and finish the loop here. Um, of all the things that I've talked about, it still it still remains white people are the problem. White supremacy is a harsh reality in Canada, says the public safety minister. You know the guy that thinks the 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 meme country with the goat, uh, the religious leader, uh, is a reason to enact martial law. He's very concerned about white supremacy now. So you can be rest assured it's definitely real and not, uh, you know, political or insane. For sure. For sure it is. Of course, um, Tamara Lich has to go back to jail. The government wants her sent back to jail to await trial because... um, uh, the JCCF, the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, which is made up of lawyers, I understand, uh, scheduled for June 16th to give Tamara Lich the George Jonas Freedom Award to recognize her participation in the protests at uh, Gridlocked Ottawa's downtown for more than three weeks. <laughs> Horrible fate. So she's got to go back to jail now because of that, and they, they will probably. She'll be in there for a year or more. For, you know, mischief charges. I don't think mob bosses get treated like this. But, you know, frequently a lot of high-profile criminals end up actually working and collaborating with the state anyway to save their asses, so. That's just where you're at. This is just the world you're in. And this part. Let's just, uh, I'll just play it. More evidence emerging of the tremendous damage that lockdowns and other restrictions have had on the cognitive development of infants. This time it's the Royal College of Speech and Language Therapists sounding the alarm bell. The Telegraph reports, experts said that repeated lockdowns had left young children without the chance to play and learn how to communicate, setting back their development. Assessments show that one in five children are not meeting expected standards by age two and a half, with thousands likely to need help such as speech and language therapy. A recent report by Ofsted came to a similar conclusion. Investigators found that infants who were surrounded by adults wearing face masks for much of the past two years has damaged their learning and communication abilities. Those turning two, quote, will have been surrounded by adults wearing masks for their whole lives and have therefore been unable to see lip movements or mouth shapes as regular. The restrictions also left toddlers struggling with crawling using the toilet independently and making friends. Therapists are unable to keep up with the demand. They're being flooded, with one speech therapist reporting a 364% increase 
impatient referrals of babies and toddlers. Jacqueline Teague says during this pandemic, her speech therapy clinic has seen an enormous shift in the ages of their patients. Before the pandemic, only 5% of patients were babies and toddlers. Today, it has soared to 20%. Many parents calling it COVID delayed. We've seen a 364% increase in patient referrals of babies and toddlers from pediatricians and parents. And they are children that are having a difficult time speaking. Speech delayed. Babies start learning how to speak by reading lips as young as eight months. So what happens when lips and faces are covered up by masks? We're seeing a lot of things that look just like autism. They're not making any word attempts and not communicating at all with their family. Another study out of Germany found that the reading ability of children has plummeted compared to pre-corona times thanks to lockdown policies that led to the closure of schools. And even here in England where there haven't been any face mask restrictions in place for months. I still see masked parents walking around everywhere with toddlers and babies. You'd think these parents would have at least questioned what impact constantly covering their face has had on their own children. But apparently not. And they just won't stop. So you know, it's how you know we're in a we're in a good society run by good. But they know this. We've known this. We've 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 said spread the stories. The doctors, the the therapists. So many people have sounded the alarm on this, and not just the speech impediments, not just speech development, cognitive development, social development. By every metric that you can measure, the development and well being of children and young people. All of them have gone down. Every single fucking one. And this is the only time in history. Ever. And this is how I'm going to finish nailing the coffin, my the, the lamentation and my disgust with generally, not the people of the world, but the Canadian people in general and why they're so pathetic, weak and cowardly and, and not worth pity or empathy for the vast majority of them. They're disgusting. They disgust me, to be honest. Never before in history has a people sacrificed its young to protect its old. Never. It was always the opposite. It's always women and children first. It's always because that's your future. The children or young people are 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 best. They're what's next. Everything we do is is so they can be smarter and better than we are, so that the next generation has it even better, and we all improve and advance. Like that's the fucking point. And they've sacrificed children. To protect themselves, the children were the low, the, the the demographic least likely to get sick, least likely to by far to the to the degree of statistically zero under the age of ten years old, zero percent chance of death, nothing. So because you have a bunch of petulant, weak, infantile, easily oh my god, there's shadows outside. We need to lock up children, and in Nova Scotia, they're still wearing masks in school. Right now, despite knowing all of this, despite all this being true and known for years now. But it's okay. It's okay to abuse our children. It's okay to force them to do these kinds of things. It's okay to impact their cognitive, their social, their intellectual development, maybe to a permanent degree. They're so far, they're years behind where they should be. It's reasonable to guess they will probably never reach their full potential now. You've permanently damaged an entire generation of children and young people because you're afraid of what your fucking television said. You are George Costanza. Do you understand? 
Remember that episode of the Simpsons or of the of, of Seinfeld rather, where you know there was a minor. F- Jesus, this is it. Somebody needs to make this meme. And George is Canada. This is it. This is this is this is Canada in a nutshell. George Costanza. What's that smell? Smoke? Everybody, I think I smell some smoke back here. Fire! It was an inferno in there! An inferno! Threw women and children out of the way to save himself. And I think he tries to justify it too later in the episode. Did you knock her over too or just the kid? No, her too. And her mother. Really? Her mother? Yeah. May have stepped on her arm too. You probably couldn't see because of the smoke. Yeah. But it was somebody's arm. Mm. So you feel women and children first in this day and age is somewhat of an antiquated notion. To some degree. So basically, it's every man, woman, child, and invalid for themselves. In a manner of speaking. Yeah. Well, that's honest. Yeah. She should be commending me for treating everyone like equals. Well, perhaps when she's released from the burn center, she'll see things differently. Perhaps. Yeah, that's Canada. That's George Costanza. We're gonna we're gonna put children in harm's way because I'm affected. That's that was the logic, and that's what we did. And there's no way to avoid that. That is what happened. What are you going to say? That didn't happen? Where, this one, I, I love this one. Here it is. Number of youth in hospital after a suicide attempt tripled over a four-month period. Under COVID-19. So your young people, your children are not developing properly. They're, they're not speaking. They're not thinking properly. They're not socially developing. Your young people are attempting suicide in record numbers. At any fucking point, did you think, hey, maybe the solution to the problem is dramatically worse than the fucking problem? Because the problem is sometimes an old person who's 80 fucking seven years old will go, <laughs> and then die because they're sick because that's what happens and you were like no tv man said it's very scary so let's destroy let's just totally fuck over all the young people in the country great job great job canada you're so brave and you're so brave anti-maskers and anti-van michael tanton was right we should all be fired into the fucking sun you fucking coward you selfish fat pathetic piece of shit 
And you know who's going to go fight in Ukraine? Not Michael Tanton. It'll be some poor bastard's kids that end up getting drafted and sucked into a failing fucking military, and they barely were able to pass the admittance and IQ test. You know why? Because they were, de- they were developmentally delayed. Ah, we fucking deserve it. Poopa Platter says, shitty fucking parents and Rue. Shout out to a certain bigot out there. Cheers to all the bigots out there. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Rue, and thank you, the rest of the guys. You know, we're, uh, we're in it now. And we're only just beginning. It hasn't even really begun to see the real consequences and the damage that we've caused from the last couple of years of just sheer lunacy. There's no going back to normal. There's no going back. They're only going to want more and they will continue to take more and our children will continue to suffer more. And this is, this is it. We're the last adult living generation of people that remember what normal was like. Normal-ish. That remember how people in your town generally got along. You could have different political opinions. No one was unfriending you. No one was getting canceled. The, t- the television, your media, your political leaders were not gaslighting you and, and telling you the opposite of what you could see with your own two eyes you knew to be true. They're telling you that the reality that you're living in is not correct. That we're constantly, in, incessantly plugged in to social media and the internet and, and constant input and gaslighting and lying and fear-mongering and psychopathy. This is not normal. It didn't used to be this way and it wasn't that long ago that it wasn't like this. And now they've literally come for the children. The children are suffering more than anyone. They're the least likely to be, be harmed from any of this. And our insanely selfish decision-making is harming them cognitively, intellectually, socially, and physically to the point they want to fucking kill themselves now in record numbers. If that doesn't drive home the point about what's at stake here, if we don't do something about this, if we don't do everything that we can, win or lose, try what, as hard as we can and, and do something to hold these monsters, these weak, pathetic, and not just, not just the journalists and not just the media and not just the politicians, they're cheerleaders, these stupid, ignorant, lazy, selfish fucks with their Ukraine flags and their virtue signaling, cheering on their favorite politicians, just get the hymns out, the truckers are racist, That's all on you, motherfucker, because I and we tried to stop this. We tried to... What you're doing is hurting people. What you're doing is fucking over the future. You might as well be salting the earth on on the very futures of the children we're fighting to protect. And now that the fucking results are in, you want to point somewhere else? And you want to say it's somebody else's fault? It's not yours? It is yours. You don't get a free ride. You're an adult. You have all the same access to all the same information and all the same input and thought process and freedom to find the information... 
as I fucking do, and you chose not to. You chose to wrap your head, your mind, your total existence into sports ball, video games, consumerism, and being a fat, lazy pile of trash, and you have the fucking nerve to sit there and talk shit about my kids and their mom while you push your shopping cart full of fucking two liters of soda in a grocery store because they're not wearing masks. Fuck you. You're just as responsible. And fuck you if you think you're ever going to get away with this and we're not going to have something to say about it. See my brother's there, there's no getting along anymore. The devil let me be. There just isn't. I have no more time. I'm out of time for those people I have nothing but contempt for you and I hope the worst fucking things happen to you the absolute worst is what you deserve is what it is KMKP thank you very much Rue Poopa Platter BGB drops a sense. Rumble PPC Dirtbag Welder Brooker T R Mackey Bird Boy Buy Seeds Ben Rosteski Full Draw Tim Terry Thank you very much BC Big Let's go Sergeant Bear NYC Bit Satoshi ate the real Donald T, Canadian roughneck wife to Hellbilly, Michael's mama, Iser Toast the second, Filthy Weasel Blue Taco, Phillips Disciple, Camus Key, Blams, Vlad Padre, Fisher of Men, Al Stern, Amber Button, uh, Foldraw, Reverend Chad, Jerusalem's Cross, Trucker Rob, Redneck Asian Zulu, and Will Jones. Thank you guys very much. And uh, I don't know if they're doing an after show or not. Ferryman's Toll, t.me slash the Ferryman's Toll. You can find everything you want on there. And if you want more of this, I don't know why you would. This is very bad for your health. RagingDissident.com. All my social media and um, crap is is there that you could ever want. It's more than you should. You, you, you don't, but it's there. Jesus Christ, God help you. Telegram uh, for updates, um, showtimes, and other random. Sometimes I just get stoned and record quick videos about how Black Mirror is preferable to our actual reality. And I believe that. I've seen the whole series already once. And I stand by that statement. Every episode of Black Mirror is preferable to the reality we live in now. I'll take any one of them. Including the robot dog one. I love Terminator. RagingDistant.com. ProPatris. Six Temper Tyrannus. Go to Telegram. T.me slash RagingDistant for all of the... All of that stuff. Thanks, guys. Uh, cheers, and I'll see you next time. Friday, probably, maybe, if I'm in jail, if I'm dead, if I'm alive. Who the fuck knows anymore? Who knows? 8 p.m. Eastern. EntropyStream.live slash raises. And thanks a lot, guys. Again, dot com. Above my head. I'll see you next time. Cheers. Fucking goddamn circs. I hate, I, I, hate, I hate them so much. I hate them so much. But I love you guys. Cheers.
Phil, I don't know, man. I, I don't think we're there yet. No, I understand. I'm, I'm upset about it, too. I don't like them either. Well, when the time comes, you know, things will, things will accelerate, you know? I know you're excited. We're all, oh, you've got, uh, you've got all plans there. What is this? You brought Thomas back. Great. You got a diorama. You built a diorama? What is this? You've used, what is this, an old mousetrap game? I like what you've, what are these little makeshift dungeons? What is all of this? What does Thomas have to do with it? This is disturbing. This is what you want to do with people. Is this, this seems over the top to me. Well, I like the cages and everything because jails are necessary, but... That, that's a pit of lava, but it's got piranhas in it. How are they alive? There's special demon piranhas that swim in lava? Phil, Phil, if you throw people in the demonic uh, piranha lava pit, they're just, they're not even going to die right away. They'll be, the, the, the fish won't even get to eat them. It's room temperature lava. What? It's for looks. So the primary purpose is the piranhas. There's a lot of piranhas. This is just an excuse for you to feed people to piranhas, isn't it? Where does Thomas come into play? Oh, they're possessed. They're possessed piranhas. Very good. Okay, well, that's, that's nice. Oh, it comes with real blood. The words are bleeding right into my hands. That's nice. Yeah, I've, I, I'm used to your... Uh, I, that's fine. We'll close that now. We'll put that away for now. No, it's interesting. It's good. I don't think... No, I don't think Hasbro is interested. I don't think we could sell this um, yet. Maybe... Uh, maybe maybe in the future. I don't know. But it's not the worst... It's not the worst idea you've ever had. At least you're thinking business now. And, and not ways to, you know... Drain all of my wealth via your your drug addiction i'm glad that you're trying to you know put back into into the oh you're every copy comes with a free bag of cocaine okay well i guess i spoke too soon